Hey, what is up, mi gente? It is Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito. This is the official first episode of Mi Gente Show on our new Mi Gente Show platform on Podbean. So from now, moving forward, Mi Gente Show and Fireside Chats with Big Chief Burrito will be on two separate channels. This one will be exclusively for the Mi Gente Show episodes with myself and my co-host, Sofia Carrillo. And in this one, we talk to um, Geneva Zentz, the filmmaker and comedian responsible for a new short film that's having a good festival run called a good festival run called Mas Latina. It is about her finding her voice as a Latina through her comedic uh, experiences in, in stand-up comedy and kind of looking for her own voice through that those of other Latinas in her family. We also have an extended conversation about what Latinidad means, uh, about the film, about the festival run. And she also sticks around afterwards for a bunch of other uh, tabs, reaction to the news. Uh, we catch up on stuff that we missed. Um, we also do a bracket bit, which I know is something that I brought over from Fireside Chats. But since it was an interview, I figured we'd do one. And we also have uh, a No Namis Way episode as well towards the end. Um, so yeah, enjoy the episode. Um, we will continue to try to make them better, improve our audio quality as we move forward, etc. So look for big things and make sure that you are following Mi Gente Show as we move forward. Thank you very much. everybody is your boy martinez aka big chief burrito live with you on a thursday me hand this show how to cut the intro short because there's some facebook issues with our uh with our music that we're allowed to use live on a thursday 2m burrito network across all 2m burrito channels let's bring in our host miss sofia carrillo hey sofia hello mi gente como están Come on, come on. How you doing? You feeling better than last week? I'm feeling so much better. Oh my god, I'm ready. You're ready. Yes. I feel like Built I'm a little. Rage. I feel like I'm at a little bit of a Dutch angle, camera wise. A little like bit, I, yeah. You're, you're a little I'm, tilted. Yeah. I'm a little tilted. I, I got my lean. I, I'm leaning tonight. We're, we're kind of matching too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll black. I'll black everything. Um, okay. Uh, thank you for stopping by, everybody, on the Two Burrito Network, uh, burrito.com Facebook.com slash Burrito, YouTube.com slash Burrito, Twitch.tv slash Burrito, And you can also follow us at Mi Gente Show across all platforms, Facebook uh, and Instagram. And uh, soon to be on Podbean another as well. As we grow our little side project between me and Sofia, two Latinos in a microphone as we react to the news of the week. And sometimes we have guests. Um, yeah, segue. Foreshadowing, yeah. Segueing and foreshadowing at the same time. And um, tonight's guest is somebody who I met at the San Diego Latino Film Festival this past year. I was honored to be a curator in charge of comedies. And um, as soon as I saw this filmmaker's film called Mas Latina, it, you know, and I told her this directly, it checked off all the boxes that we were looking for. It featured uh, prominently uh, issues and themes of Latinidad. It was created by uh, and for Latinos, Latinas, Latins, 
uh, etc., what have you. And um, and it was funny, which was which was my main job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, I invited her um, a couple of weeks back. We finally scheduled it. So wanted to bring her on, Miss Geneva Sense. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Let me tell you, on the back end of this. It is nerve-wracking, that countdown and the intro and the, do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, it's about to happen. It's like a game show. Like, no, my I always forget to do it, but but right here at the bottom of the screen, I see what you guys are doing, even though you're not on the screen. So I, it's always funny because I see Sophia like hyping herself up. She's like, yeah. ooh, 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 ooh. she's like throwing punches. She's like shadow boxing, mm-hmm. checking her teeth. She's good. She's getting she's getting ready. Yeah. And I and yeah. I always have to focus because I see her right here. Um, <laughs> but thank you for thank you for stopping by. Where are you joining us from tonight? I am in the San Bernardino Mountains. Ooh. I I am out there. I live in the wilderness, which sounds so random. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, uh, Lake Arrowhead. I didn't even know about it till I moved here, uh, right next to Crestline on the way to uh, Big Bear is where okay. I'm at. Oh my God. No but wonder it's so hot over it, there. It, it's Well, it's like, it's a little bit cooler because the altitude, but um, are we feeding the dogs? What's happening? Sorry. <laughs> We, we have, you, know, you know when you're like dinner yeah know? no i'm sorry I, w- I was actually stirring my coffee sorry <laughs> I apologize i'll i'll stir it with a plastic spoon i'm sorry it's, it's fine i was giving a geography lesson and i'm not good at geography so go ahead <laughs> was that a necessity or was that just a choice or i mean i i, I can yeah. I, I imagine that it's that it's still close enough that you can make a meeting in santa yeah, monica if yeah. you have to yeah, it's it's an hour and a half, like, with no traffic, so you just got to time things right and go super early or leave when traffic dies down. But, but yeah, I'm booed up, and um, my husband is from, like, the country, like, like from Australia, like, from oh. Tasmania, like, from, oh. like, you could hear, he says it, he'll say it, he could hear it like a cow fart, like, that's how quiet he was, like, his area was, and like how far away he was from any kind of city or anything like that. And so we've been living in LA for a while because I'm originally from LA. And it just got to this point where we were like, what are we doing here? You know, like I need to be here, but like maybe I don't need to be here every day, you know? Mm-hmm. And then pandemic was just like, well, let's do it. And it was like, okay, grand exodus. Go? Mm-hmm. Grand exodus. And what's pretty wild is a lot of people were on the same tip <coughs> as we were. And, uh, so meeting all these really rad people that moved up here to the mountains and, but we didn't know each other because the first year everyone was just kind of like still hunkering down, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's been very sweet. And I'm in the process of organizing a stand-up show up here. Cause I was like, I don't want to drive all the time to do st- like comedy. Can I get something off the ground here? And like, I'm sure there are funny people up here that would love to have a mic and a space and work on some jokes. And so if anyone's listening and they live in the mountains, hit me up. We're doing it. We're doing a stand-up show. It's um, kind of like what uh, Chappelle did in Ohio, right? Just pick a little t- a town and, and, and just invite a bunch of comics up there, do a show. That's, that's the vibe. That's totally oh, the vibe. Yeah. That's awesome. So, How yeah, long have so, you been doing stand-up comedy for? I start, I want to say started like in 2015, maybe a little bit in 2014, but I've been really kind of like 
like ebb and flow with it because as a multi-hyphenate, right, I would switch focus and for Masatina, case in point, like I really just focused really hard to, to make it. So there's definitely a period of time where I was not really writing jokes or going to mics or, you know, trying to get on a show or anything. So I'm excited. I can't wait to get back out there and it really just start from scratch again. Like I feel like so much of what I had pre pandemic, I, I don't know about y'all, but like, I feel like a completely different person than who mm-hmm. I was three years ago, you know? And so maybe there's some themes that I, I might still like play with, but in terms of like the actual jokes I was working on, like, I kind of just feel like start fresh, you know? Yeah. Um, do you, uh, obviously the, the, the main impetus of the, of the movie Mas Latina is you as a stand-up comic that's trying to find your voice, you know, try to find out what Latinidad means to you and what the voices inside your head are really telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, did, so, so, how similar to the movie was your finding your comedic voice? Uh, okay, so that's that's the big departure, I think, in the film, right? Like, because I I feel like a lot of what the main character Gabby is going through is, you know, a lot of stuff is like pulled from my own life, but I don't really do characters like the way that she's doing a character on stage. But um, yeah, I definitely. Like my mom, um, I had a single mom. And so it's funny as an artist, I look at a lot of the stuff I make and so much of it is heavily influenced by her, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I would say, you know, there are definitely mom bits <laughs> that are, that that's sticking around. But, and, and Gabby does do that in Masatina. She does make fun of her mom and her aunties. So I guess in that regard, I do make fun of my family, but every comedian does. So I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I was able to share the film with, with Sophia. Obviously I, I already knew all about it as, as, as we met at the festival, but uh, Sophia, what did you, what did you think about the film having watched it with fresh eyes this week? Oh my God. I loved it. Like I, I fully loved, well, first of all, Tia Mayra is my favorite. <laughs> I like I saw so much of myself in Tia Mayra like I love her oh okay <laughs> yeah. cool that's probably who I will be you know in a few years but yeah the one encouraging the kids to be wild and free oh yeah um, totally totally yeah. yeah yeah um I I also really love like the concept of it it's the whole topic of like I feel like it's very um it's very relatable to feel like you're not Latina enough especially when you're like coming from a Latino Latin American first generation maybe even second generation Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you know, your background is in comedy and filmmaking and all of that. So I kind of just want to know, like, um, what inspired you to do this in this tone and kind of like to focus on her building a caricature, I guess. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, in 2017 made like this sketch video and, um, I think it's on YouTube. I could have shared it. Anyways, doesn't matter. Point is, I made this video and it was called How to Be Mas Latina. And I put on a wig and I like did my best, my best like Sofia Vergara like yeah. impersonation. And it was like literally this, you know, Mamacita character who's teaching how to be Mas Latina, which means you wear your heels when you take out your trash, which means your hair and your nails and all that's done when you're like cleaning the toilet in the house. And it was like this like mashup of like being a domestic goddess, but like, I, I don't know. I feel like there is a pressure 
under the word Latina to be feminine and mm-hmm. to be sexy. And and I was like, whoa, I am onto something. <laughs> yep, yep. Like I put on my detective hat and I was like, Google, you know, like, <laughs> Latina. And yes. then like all these hashtags came up and they were like milk, like ass, mm-hmm. like, you know, Spike. like all the things that, okay, I'm not saying that's not Latina, but like, is that the only thing that's Latina, you know? And it, it just sort of kind of spiraled from there where I was like, that's a lot of pressure for mm-hmm. for females, it, especially if you're like, let's say you're the breadwinner, your mom, you got kids, like, or you have no interest in like, like being feminine. And mm-hmm. how do how do you fit in that? Like, um, under that umbrella term, and like, so I definitely wanted to show a spectrum in Masatina of femininity and also mm-hmm. like different generations of Latinas to kind of just show how that evolves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was really important to me. And I forgot the second part of the question. So <laughs> no, <you're fine. laughs> I forgot it too. It's fine. I was just like enjoying yeah. it. <laughs> the um, one of the things that, that you touched on right now is, you know, in terms of the, the, the theme of Latinidad as a first year curator at the festival is one of the things that I struggled with the most, which was you know, there's all these thousands of submissions and, um, you know, it's the San Diego Latino Film Festival. So we're looking for that representation. But Latinidad is such a, it's not a monolith. Mm-hmm. And there's so many uh, subsects and, and sections to it. Afro-Latino, Anglo-Latino, uh, Indigenous Latino, uh, Mestizo, and all these other different mixes that we have. So for me, one of the toughest parts was being able to watch a film not see typically Latino faces on the screen and then sort of having to sort of having to do my research to make sure that the Latinidad was there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, I because yeah. so that was kind of like the, the tough part. And then, you know, we would have these conversations with the festival people and they'd be like, and they'd be like, well, you shouldn't be just because their their last name sounds German or Scottish. It doesn't mean they're not Latino. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so it, it was, it kind of was weird to have to go through films and is this movie Latino enough? And some of them were like, well, it's two white guys on screen. And, uh, but the direct, the editor was a Latino and it was like, is that enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it was like, okay, well, yeah. it's gotta be either starring a Latino directed, written or produced by a Latino or, uh, and then I think the last one was, or edited, because that's kind of the second time you direct a film as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has to deal with, with, with Latino issues. So, like I said, you, your, your film checked all the boxes, but just uh, while you were talking about it, it is kind of a weird phrase to bring up because it has so many sub, sub-subjects and stuff like that. And, and you basically just touched the, mm. it was the tip of the iceberg, right? It, yeah. Yeah, and, and honestly, and that's, why I would have so much fun if it were to become a series. Cause I just feel like there's just so much there to unpack, but like, um, in a fun way, like I just, for me, I know at least with Masatina, like I was like, I don't want any kind of, of the traditional trauma that we see in our communities be the center piece, you Mm -hmm. know? And, and I don't want to bring it in to just create drama too, to keep, watchers engaged as well like so that was 
that was, um, you know, in the tone, like what you said, the editing, like a lot of that was found in the editing. Like, you know, the script originally didn't have a lot of the, you know, the whips or the super, like the, the titling and all of that. And I knew some of it in my mind, but I didn't know how to write it at the time, especially like the makeup montage. Like I knew it, mm -hmm. it was going to be layered and like fun, but I didn't know how to write that at that time. And so then, you know, it came time to edit it and it was like, oh, okay, okay. This is where you can really like fill that out because you didn't mm -hmm. have the words for it, but this is like a different part of the process. You can, you can kind of like, you find those moments where you can, um, I don't know, just take the, take the story to another level. So that was, that was pretty cool um, to just, I don't know. I just learned so much from making this. So, and I, I'm just really happy that um, people are, are, are enjoying it, you know, and mm -hmm. I want, um, yeah, can you expand a life. little bit? Can yeah. you expand on that a little bit? And um, in terms of, you know, because I know uh, SD Latino was first and you always remember your yeah. first. <laughs> but um, but how has the how has the support? How have the different audiences? I know you were at L.A. Um, L.A. Uh, Latino Film Festival yeah. and a couple of other ones here locally. How has the, the, the reaction from the different crowds been? Has there anything that. Has there been anything that surprised you that people got out of it that maybe you didn't see or something like that? Um, I, okay. So I'll say that like, there are sort of little technicalities about festivals where maybe it's a great festival, but you're there on a crappy day. Your screening time is on a crappy day or too early in the morning or something. So you just don't have that um, energy in the crowd that maybe you might want, you know? So, um, every screening is different. Uh, but I will say it is one of the greatest feelings in the whole entire world to write something intended to be funny. And then people freaking laugh at the freaking thing they're supposed to laugh at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then also equally as good is like, you don't realize that that's a funny part and people laugh at that. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh. you know, <laughs> so, um, and I think because the Gabby character is kind of, an explosion of parts of me, I wasn't quite aware of some of the stuff that was in there, you know? And um, there is that scene with all the white dude comedians mm -hmm. and that really resonated with some folks. And it was very important to me, like to have that and to have it cut the way that it was cut um, so that it really just kind of grabbed your attention. And also you were like, yeah, they're all the same. Like, you know, this, com we all know this comedy bro that like, you know, is like, I don't know, uh, Facebook, right? And you're just like, yeah, I just, I, just the one, just the way that they say it, their attitude or whatever. So, um, but to, to have that be singled out as like a pivotal moment, I was like, interesting. I like that because it was important, but I, I love that that's, you know, resonating with some people that, uh, yeah, that, that they, See, okay, yeah, the comedy scene can be kind of male-dominated sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, it's totally changing very quickly, but like not too long ago, it was very—I um, don't know—the energy in those spaces could be kind of challenging as a as a female, and especially mm -hmm. if you don't have like a real kind of like um, loud um, kind of presence, and you're trying to, to take people through a story, um, you know, yeah. in your set. Especially if you don't have like. A I'm real sorry about that. Like, My, uh... That's all right. Loud. Wow. Um, kind of, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
technical oh, yeah. difficulties. My, <laughs> I'm just gonna go kill myself now. My my screen my <laughs> my screen. Sorry, my it's screen. It's always the worst, isn't it? I have trouble rehearing these podcasts. As yeah, well. the like, no. The yeah. whole reason that we record the podcast live is like I hate editing myself. So <laughs> yeah. so yeah. so that's this is this is what was oh. it was that tough? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Bro. You kidding me? Like I'd be like, oh, why is my face doing that? But I need that <laughs> moment, so I have to just freaking use it. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. get over yourself. Like so. I think on it your, gets easier, but yeah. On your previous point, I had a question. Um, because you are a comedian in such a male-dominated industry, um, have you ever felt like you needed to become a character of yourself, kind of like uh, kind of like Gabby, or be more loud or be more, uh, I don't know, rambunctious, I guess, to get heard, just like the white dudes? Yeah, I think my response was to lean into being more asexual, like andro- mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I don't mm-hmm. like the... Um, I don't know. I was just like, I'm going to try and be a boy on stage. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess that sort of like was my like a totally initial... opposite of it. Yeah. That was kind of my reaction. And then, um, and then I think I learned over time that like sometimes when comedians aren't super loud, you know, you kind of lean in a little bit and you're mm-hmm. like, wait, what? And, and you can, sometimes you can use that to your advantage. So I was like, well, okay, well, I don't know something about that interests me like can I can I hold the space without having to output a whole ton you know Mm -hmm. so but it's all a work in progress and like I said I'm rusty I haven't been out there in a minute so I don't know but I think also um I have seen in in early days like not necessarily myself, but sometimes people move around too much. Like they're, they got that frenetic energy because they're nervous and you're like, it's not helping the joke. And you're like, where are you going? What are you doing? Why do you need to be over on that part of the stage? And this, you know, so, um, I don't know. I'm kind of nerding out on stand up right now, but do you, um, do you remember, uh, I mean, yeah, we could talk the, you got to punch that joke up or you got to close it Mm -hmm. or tag, tag it or, you know, all the, all the, all the inside comedy uh, bits. Um, do you, do you remember, do you remember the first joke you wrote? That, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Or that you, or that, or that you, or that you, or that you tried and that you were like, Hey, maybe this is funny. Um, I think, I think the first joke I was ever really proud of was, um, about queefing. Yeah. And, and, uh. And that, that felt really vulnerable because I was like, I'm taking like, it, it just starts off like I queef in yoga and like, and then it's like this confessional and, and then I wrap it up. There's like a tiny little story in there. And then that call calls back to the queef. And, and so, but it all started with this just sort of like, it came out like I queef in yoga, like, and, and it instantly got laughs and I was like, oh my God, okay. There's, there's a whole thing there. Like. And, um, so I think that's like the first, I don't know, a little breakthrough moment or whatever. And, um, yeah, so that's what, so that's what comes There's mind. There's nothing funnier than a queef. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> as, as, as somebody who wrote a, who wrote a movie about, um, a female painter that painted with her period blood and her name was Georgia O'Queef. I, I respect that. <laughs> 
I, so so it was right there. We were trying to figure yeah. out another name for her, yeah. but it was like it's right there. It's right. It's staring you right in the face. It's Georgia O'Queef. Georgia O'Queef. Yeah. That, that was it. I went to I went to art school originally, and um, one of my roommates, uh, in my first year, I come into the dorm because the first year every everyone lived on on campus, and she's there for her drawing class, drawing her vagina, but like in the common area, like with a mirror, like up facing, it was just, I was just like, okay, I like what you're doing. Um, I just, I, I don't, I just need boundaries. Like I was just like, I was just like I was first like, of all, girl power, <laughs> the level <Yeah>. of commitment. <laughs> yeah. I love your girl boss can do attitude, yes. <laughs> but let's talk about this real quick. <laughs> Let's let's better let's better direct this energy that you have definitely here. Was that the first time that you lived outside of your home? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I I like I definitely had traveled a bit, but um, yeah, New York was a this is a little bit of a shocker, right? Like, where did you go to school, in New York? Um, I went to Cooper Union, which is in the East Village, and a super cool area, like. Although the last time I went was a few years ago and I was like, man, this place sucks now. It was just like every corner had an ATM. Every other corner was a Walgreens. Like none of the cool shops were around anymore because they can't afford rent. I was like, this is sad. Like, cause you want to go back and like reminisce and go to like, oh, this was the old, you know, mm -hmm. bookstore I would go to or whatever. And like a lot the of that old was New gone. York. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I I went to HB Studios in the Village for acting and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So. And where where did you live in in New York when you were there? Um, I lived and I grew up in Queens, but um, I was you know I was on the seven train to Manhattan three or four mm -hmm. times a week. So and then I also lived on the Upper West Side for a while. So I live right do off you, of Central Central Park in One Hundred and Second. Do you miss it? I. Uh, don't miss it as much because of how awesome San Diego and Southern California is. And pretty sweet. See, I came out here and it was like burritos and weed. And I was like, all right, all right. I'll take this over winters and good pizza. 2 a.m. burrito is like the best handle. Yeah. They, it's, a, it's, a like, time, it's a time yeah. and a place, as I like it's to say. It's a time and a place. Mm -hmm. It's like... Yeah, I mean, I've never had a bad burrito at 2 a.m. Like, yeah, you know that's what I mean? happens. That's what happens. <laughs> in New York, you get a slice of pizza in the village, or you go to a diner. You know, in uh, San Diego or Southern California, you get a burrito. In L.A., it could be either way. It could be like burrito, tacos, 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 tacos yeah, TJ, yeah. hot dogs, hot dogs wrapped in bacon. Oh, if you're yeah. if you're drunk, yes. you know, those smell a, so good. But they taste even know. better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you have anything else about the movie, Sophia? Um, Sophie's movie review. I did kind of want to ask, how did you go about the casting? Because I thought the cast was like impeccable. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that that was tricky. Um, so I wrote uh, Tia Mayra with Andrea Garcia in mind. I had already met her, mm -hmm. and I just loved her energy, and we really hit it off. And I went to her with like a really early version of the script. And she just like was like, yes, Mika, I yes, we're gonna do this. Like she was just very supportive and positive. And I just, you need those people in your corner, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she was just like anything that I felt was too challenging, she would offer 
Yeah, she's that hype girl, you know, and be like, you got this, don't worry, like, don't stress, like, it's gonna be fine. And then meanwhile, you're still stressing, but it's nice to have somebody telling you that it's gonna be all right at the other, on the other end. So that was cool. She was locked in. And then, um, and then, yeah, and then the mama. Whew. Consuelo. Whew. Man. Yeah. Mayra knocked it out of the park. Mayra Perez. She's from Costa Rica um, and had never acted before. I mean, she's lived in the U.S. for decades now, but she's such a proud uh, tica. And, Pura vida. Um, yeah, baby. And she donated the house, the location, to film at. And she's very good friends with Andrea Garcia, who played Tia Mayra. So I'm having trouble finding this mom character. Like, I cannot find... It, you know, let's be honest. It's like a no-budget film, right? And it's like, so it's non-union, and then you don't have tons of time to cast either because you're, you're kind of moving quick. And so like, I got a small window to find someone, and I couldn't find someone. And... Um, we're at the location. We're like kind of just scouting and figuring out where we're going to block and shoot things. And my DP and then co-director, they were like, you and Maida have chemistry, actually. Like, what if, what if she played the mom? And I was like, let's do it. Because I rather have a genuine connection with someone rather than throw some, an actor in there who I don't think is right just because they're an actor, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and, and and so some of that was found in the editing too, like you know, kind of finding her her best, which is what you do. You find you find the best little bits, but she was great. She was just wonderful. What I love is she had that poker face, and I really wanted a mama that wasn't super performative because I feel like we've all seen, you know, the angry mm -hmm. chunkla throwing mama. Oh, you know what the I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's like she's there. She exists, but she's not every mama. And so I was like, I need to have more of a like gangster, <laughs> one of, old gangster. <laughs> one of the things that I told her when I met her at the festival, which is that actors go to school and take lessons to try to mimic mm -hmm. that sort of dry performance that she put on so naturally. Yeah. And it was almost like this had to be either somebody that's a complete amateur or somebody that's studied for years. No yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that is why some directors do play that non-actor card. You know, they find someone who just it's that pure reaction and and they don't need to do the whole, all the actor work to get there. You know, yeah. Um, so. That was really wonderful. And if there were to be more Masatinas, I would try to keep her. I'd be like, Maida's the mom. <laughs> yes. You have an option of a 25-city uh, comedy tour, mm. a secondary but important role in a Amazon limited series, or you can direct a oh, no. <laughs> or you can direct a, a, a you can direct a feature length version of Mas Latina. What do you they all pay the same? They're all going to take the next 3 months of your life. What, <laughs> what which which do you take? Oh, Comedy, yeah. acting or directing? <laughs> wow. Um Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm going to try to answer this honestly. Or you can I'm do F. Say, you can, can do F. Mary Kill with it too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say this. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What just happened? I don't know. The anticipation. What happened? The anticipation. <laughs> she, she muted herself. She did herself. on purpose. Oh no! She she needed extra time, so she called an audible on her headphones. You're you're I, muted. Just well, yeah, take your time. We'll we'll vamp for you. Don't worry about it. We're here. All right, we are. Oh, is that are you back? Oh, she's back. Okay, she's back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah, the connection dramatically dropped there, but uh, that that I was a that was a very loud queef, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Like all of the like, air had lost power. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say the third option. I was going to say the third. Which was, that was the... Uh, the, the feature length, sure. and, I, and I get to direct it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like to see where people's... Yeah. Go go I, for it. You're not very convinced. Which one would you pick? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think stand... I, I've always... I've always... Um, I've always thought that I had stand-up in me. Like, I think I got, like, a tight five that if I had to go on stage, there's stuff yeah. that I think about in my mind that, like, oh, I got this yeah. this thing about dildo protocol. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. what's what's the rules and how how fast in a relationship can you bust out a dildo that's in, like, an old right. Ziploc bag with, like, some mock <laughs> protectors in there? Or do you have to bust out a brand new one on, like, date <laughs> six? You know? What's, 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 what is, what's going to make? And I have some other bits and family stuff and, and shit like that, but I've never had the balls to really go to open mics and and to jump out there and start doing that like i feel like if i dedicated myself to doing that that i could probably i could probably get out there for a little bit and and get some laughs but i just love i love editing and and writing and and producing content and being more funny here i think um is easier for me so so for me it would always kind of skew towards directing and, and making and making rather than performing Although if if you told me, hey Lou, we can book you and you can have a radio show nightly, two hours a night, this and that, I'd be like, that w- I I, yeah. I dreamt about that as a kid, just me in a microphone talking yeah. dead air. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. So if I yeah. doubt you. Uh, oh man, you got the three I, options. You got a stand up comedy tour. <laughs> I'm interviewing the interviewers. This is what I, I know, do. right? <laughs> this is what I do. This is uh, where we turn the tables. Um, I think that, um, fuck, 
I'm There's a couple of new so. ones that I don't know. I, I I'm not a big uh, fluffy fan. Uh, I mean, um, but I mean, uh, Rodriguez is probably the goat in terms of Latino comics. You know, I can't brief and uh, mm-hmm. and all those yeah. classic bics. I think for me, but yeah. uh, I don't like I don't like Iglesias. Obviously, Mencia used to steal jokes, and uh, right now, yeah, George Lopez. Um, George Lopez, I think, would probably be the goat right now yeah for me it's sofia uh sofia niño de rivera i, I love her content freaking love her is this amazing she's so oh. good yes she's so good it blows my mind because i'm like where did you how what like like mexico has incredible stand-up like so many I, yeah 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 no but she's really funny like mm-hmm. and uh yeah she's great I'm yeah, down. she's amazing. She's been my yeah, she's been my favorite lately. So, yeah. All right. Any other questions for us? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You like the slap worthy? You like the slap worthy intro? You said you were watching that. She'll give yes. she'll give us a review of of Sophia's performance when she gets a chance I, to, to finish. That was my it. first acting ever, and I was like little. I was a baby. I had baby fat on me still. Aw, no. So do, do not review me based on that performance. Thank you. She did a great job. Yeah. Mm. Um, besides besides the uh, the 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 comedy and uh, and and the writing and stuff like that, what do you would you if you were in an alternate reality where you had like a like a day job, what do you think you would be doing? Mm. I think I would work in a restaurant. I think like like I think I would have like my own little coffee shop. You know what I mean? And. uh, like really dialed in like it has like just like three items on the menu and like a cute art gallery in the back like and then i if this is like a fantasy i would be a good chef like i'm an okay (laughs) like i i get the job done you know what i mean but like i'd be good i'd be like freaking just you know fucking empanadas or like whatever in there i don't know Oh, I would so it. go to that. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Empanadas. What is uh what are um and your your background is from Guatemala or Nicole- yeah. right, right. Do yeah. do they uh what are uh Guatemalan empanadas like? A little bit different from I don't even know if they really do them, to be honest. I just mm-hmm. kinda said that, but like I I think they I, one of the main things that I like miss because you really can only get them there, are, like, the Guatemalan-style tamales, which are, like, paches, which are, like, in the palm leaf. I hope I'm not messing this up, but it comes in a... Whatever I love, it comes in the palm leaf, and the masa is, like, a mix of, like, rice flour and a little bit of corn flour, I want to say, or maybe it's just all rice flour. And it has, you know, your stewed meat in there, but they put, like, weird things, too, like olives or... Mm. Um, like a sweet thing with a savory in the middle and you uh you unfold it and you eat it with like a fork because it's okay. just like it's it's too wet but it's it's like a meal it's just like the whole thing is a meal in a leaf like hey I can't it. go wrong with tamales whether they're from guatemala or mexico or no, colombia really. we all make tamales they're all awesome there's no they're there's no all difference. awesome literally yeah yeah, yeah. i can mean like mul- um oh sorry go ahead go ahead no I was just going to ask, you said multi-hyphenate earlier. Like, what are the hyphens? What are all of them? All of them? Yeah. So writing, comedy. I like performing just to get in there and have fun. But it's, yeah. But then, and di- I'm moving into directing. I like, but it's just so weird. Like, because <coughs> um, I only have Masatina under my belt. 
it, it feels hard. Like, I feel like I can't claim it quite yet. Like I like, I need to do more. And so that's what I'm working on right now is like, uh, writing a short right now that I'm trying to get fun, uh, a grant for, and that would be something that I would direct as well. And so, um, yeah. Do you ever see so yourself kind of acting more? If I think for me, like I, I recently auditioned and I hadn't auditioned in forever and I got a callback and the, and the callback is this Sunday and it's virtual. Congrats. Hello. How do you do callbacks virtual? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I was like, okay, you still got it. But here's the thing. I only submitted because I had a personal connection to the character. I was like, you know what? I I've been there. I know what that's like. I have a, mm -hmm. I have a entry point into this circumstance and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. It's a no brainer. So, um, but some of the shoot dates might conflict with festival dates in September. So now I'm like, kind of like, ugh, this thing, I created a problem for myself. Yeah. Like, hey, oh. number one, the minute you, 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 you write and you direct and you say action, you're a director. So own that please, because it took me a long time. It took me probably until my third or fourth film. When I finally got to say, when I finally felt, because the first few films my my writing partner Brian wrote, I directed, I shot them, and then finally when I did Slapworthy, it was my first written and directed by, mm. um, and that's kind of finally when I felt more comfortable saying it and owning it. I'm a director, but it's it you know don't don't please own it early. It's gonna do nothing but it's gonna do nothing but help you and you know don't worry about it you know like yeah. you 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 have a very well-made well-conceived funny short film for a first-time filmmaker it is impressive and you know you're a filmmaker you're a director your colleague so own that <laughs> own that shit okay <laughs> own it <laughs> do it just do it I'm just, I'm trying, I'm saying, I'm trying to hype you up here. Don't worry about it. Um, all right. We are live here uh, on the Mi Gente show, live recording our pod with Miss Geneva Sense from Mas Latina. You can find her on, on, uh, on the tubes, on the Twitter, on Instagram. You can look for Mas Latina. You can check her out coming to a festival near you as it continues its run. But as always, I found it first, so I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a Mas Latina uh, truther. Is like, oh yeah, you saw it at that festival. I found it out of a hundred movies that I watched a year ago. Yeah, I was like scrolling through the movies and going through it. Um, Want to remind everybody that to please make sure you're following us across all social media platforms. Here are the updated ones. And uh, follow me at Big Cheap Burrito on Instagram or Twitter and at Sophia Carr as well. And uh, get us to the uh, promised land. Sorry, I blanked out for a second here. Yeah, uh, I, 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 was, I was reading our chat. Um, where, um, what festivals do you have coming up? Okay. I, I can say one of them. 
Okay. Um, new Filmmakers LA, Los Angeles. That's going to happen on... Oh, hold on. I need to open a spreadsheet. <laughs> and you were in uh, Philadelphia Latina, right? Yeah, Philadelphia Latino Film Festival Series Fest, which is fabulous. Highly recommend Series Fest for anyone that has like a pilot or a web series. If you have a web series, um, you can kind of submit uh, a few of the videos as like a, you know, a package. Um, and then San Diego was the first screening, our premiere. And then uh, LA, Latino International Film Festival. What is it? That's five? Oh, Sterable. Mm -hmm. Sterable Fest, which is kind of a, a, also a newer festival. And that's just for digital content. So if you, again, have pilots, series, like independently done, it's, it's, a, great, um, it's a great space for that because they hook up meetings. So basically they kind of send your stuff to their kind of network of industry people. And then if they're like, yeah, this kind of vibes with what we're interested in or we want to meet this person. So that was really, that was really good. So I recommend all of those. Those were all really great experiences. So, and the one thing that I really loved about San Diego, I will say is that I think the festival does so much throughout the year to like really, the, like there's all the community stuff uh, through like the, the kids, right. The kids cinema and just like yeah. all kinds of stuff. I get the emails. I'm like, you guys, like they're yeah. killing it. Like doing all, doing all sorts of stuff. And then what that means is like, I was impressed. There were like people there who weren't necessarily filmmakers, but are just like, yeah, I have a festival pass pass. I'm here to see stuff. You know, I live yeah. here in San Diego. And I thought that was really cool because at least in, in our screening, um, it made for a really special screening, I thought. So, yeah, uh, not to brag, but people uh, uh, in the in the post in the post festival breakdown, uh, several people did note that people's favorite showcases were the comedy festivals. You know, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> a little roof raise. First time curator too, right? Knocked yeah. it up. Not well. Yeah, yeah. Well, Slapworthy was in the festival. What it was like, fucking five, seven years Forever. ago now. Yeah. And and um and and ever since then, I uh when it went pandemic, I was like, and I would go to the festival after that, and I would tell them, I would see Miguel and Juan and the other people uh, uh, uh that were running the festival. They would be running back and forth crazy, going to go do Q and As and this and that and this and that. And I'd be like, if you guys ever need help with that like that's easy for I me yeah like mm -hmm. like like that like like i didn't eat like i would okay confession time sometimes i would do q a's of movies that i hadn't seen and nobody knew the difference i'd be like so the lighting and then and then i would just let the director go and be like yeah so the lighting was inspired by i'm just kidding i only i only did that a couple of times in case of emergency it was only a couple of times um so every so I started being more involved when I went to pandemic. I did more of that for them, but but virtually. And then I've always wanted to stay with the festival. And I just wrote them this long note, wrong list of ideas. And I was like, the festival is getting a reputation as like a like a like an immigration porn festival. All the films mm -hmm. are very serious about very serious issues. We're a San Diego Latino film festival at the border. There's no way we can shy away from that, but we need to add some comedy, yeah. add yeah. some uh, add some different stuff to it because. A lot of filmmakers think that the only films that go to San Diego are not really genre films. It's mostly, it's mostly like I said, immigration trauma stuff. Yep. Um, so I, and so I was like, you need more comedies. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do that. And then they were like, well, why don't you do that? And I was like, me. And they're like, for money. 
And I was like, yeah, listen, yeah. I was like, I was going to do it for free. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was so, so, so yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm and there's a lot of festivals and, and I was going to talk about this with you as well as a filmmaker. Um, and I always, I always tell filmmakers that there's a lot of festivals that you'll get into for free. There's a lot of them that'll charge you extra and you'll get guaranteed laurels. There's a lot of there's an entire industry out there that's based yeah. on that's based on taking money out of our pockets. It can be very predatory, yeah, dude. Virtual yeah. virtual screenings where they just rent out one ballroom for one day and then they have like a podium and a step and repeat and then that's it and then so so be very careful where you spend your your festival budget and uh, the reason that I gave gave San Diego Latino my time is cuz I know how other festivals are run. Some other festivals that you go judge for, they'll be like, yeah, if you don't like the movie after five minutes, you can stop watching it and just give it a rating. And I was just like, wow. I was like, damn, man, if people are paying you 40, 50 bucks submitting to your festival, at least you can do is watch their fucking movie or pay filmmakers to watch their movies. Like there's got to be there's got to be around. So so I I, I will back them up uh, forever because of that. And they've and even though the our films were just more like adult, a lot of dick jokes, a lot of fucking you know, like the Latino Kevin Smith type deal. Um, they've always accepted us. They've always taken our, our films, uh, you know, when they were warranted. And so, so yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that you were a part of it and I'm glad to be a part of it in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> on, on the festival tip, like at first I like didn't know Masatina would get into anything. Like, you know, you don't know. You just, mm-hmm. you're just sort of like, I think maybe the next time around I'll have a sense of it, but like, uh, so they kind of came in like this, right? And so mm. then I, I got caught up in that, and I didn't keep submitting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and then I and then I had a moment to like take my breath, and I was like, oh, let me see what else I can get. You know? Yeah. So yeah, there's there's like a whole way to approach the festival run, and you know, you just try to get the most you can out of it. Um, and always and ask for waivers. Always, always see what. Waivers, always yeah. look. Always see what they've done before. Always kind of take a look at the judges and and the niche that they're going. There's 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 a lot of them that are looking for specific things. And sometimes you think your film is perfect for a festival, you won't get accepted because they also had eighty other films. And as 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 somebody who had to make hard decisions on films getting in, yeah. it's a lot of it's yeah. it's getting to see how the sausage is made is a bitch sometimes. Right. Yeah. Did you do your head in? <laughs> Dude, I I was like all 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 in. I opened up the film freeway portal. We had eight hundred submissions last year through open submissions, and, and probably about ninety of them were qualified as comedies. And there was probably another fifty to sixty that were comedies, but they didn't bother to check that it was a comedy because it was like comedy with something else. Okay. So I had to watch probably about one hundred and fifty movies yeah. um, all together and cut that down to. What the two comedy showcases were like seven, eight films each, and then three features. So out of one fifty, I had to cut down to like twelve, fifteen films. And oh, we got a cat. We got animals. So yeah. So I cheated though. I I watched all the short one minute movies first, so that I could start getting a body count. (laughs) And they'd be like, Lou. I'd be like, Lou, how many movies you watched so far? I was like thirty. And they're all like, I just, yeah. I just, I just sorted by comedy and the shortest ones. And then finally I was like, all right, boom, boom. And then people would Aww. tell me, they would tell me, Hey, watch this one. Watch this one. Watch this one. I would watch it. Like, boom, this one's going in. So, so yeah, the festival circuit can be a hard place for people. Choose your, choose your budget, choose your entries wisely. 
and 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 really honestly even though it feels good to submit to sundance you have the lowest chance ever to get into sundance and you have and and stuff like that so i would say save you a little bit of your money uh we've been talking with uh, G- uh geneva sense from mas latina and her film and her festival run and her comedy she'll be doing comedy in the mountains soon at some point there you go she's like all right show? She's like whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We got we got dogs. We got cats. Yeah. Sophia's got three dogs. I got three got dogs. dogs. I do. That's a whole thing. Three dogs. Um, yeah. I do know that you are uh, pressed for time, so I do want to get to one last thing that we do with our. Well, but you are welcome. This you are welcome to hang around as long as you want. Yeah. You know that. You know that. So, but but okay. I don't want to. I want to make sure we don't get we don't miss this, which is uh, something that I oh, actually I want to do two bits with you because since you're here, we're gonna do this and we'll do no namaste way and then we'll get you out of the way and then me and Sophia okay. will chat. All right. Okay. But this is something that we like to call. That is wrong, right. Wrong show, Lou. <laughs> well, this is an interview, and when I do interviews, I do bracket bits. Bracket bits, yeah. So even though this is me, Hent the show, that's the gra- that's the graphic from Fireside Chats with Big Chip Burrito. Dizzy Miss Lizzie loves the brackets. Thank you for yeah. stopping by, Dizzy Miss Lizzie. Lizzie. Follow her hey. on Twitch for all your gaming needs. Geneva, your your movie is called Mas Latina. Yes. You're a director and a filmmaker in L.A., so for today's bracket, I would have chosen the Mas Latina bracket. I'm going to give you two Latina actresses, performers, icons, and you're going to tell me which one of them moves on to the next round. Now, the methodology can be which of these two would I like to direct in my next project, which one of them would I like to play in a movie, which one do, do I think is funnier, whatever you want, okay? So... The methodology that you use to solve the bracket is yours to choose. I will provide the bracket. You will solve it. Are you ready? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that difficult. All right, we're going off. It's gone. Let's the bracket. All right. All right. In the first round, we have Salma Hayek or Michelle Rodriguez. She's been in multi-billion dollar movie franchises, and Salma is just Salma. Hey, Salma, man. I mean, hey. dude, she like what she went through to make Frida that like mm, mm. and yeah and again this is also the time you know we didn't talk about all these people that if you want to expand on any of these people and, and what they mean to you or whatever if you're a fan go ahead so salma moves on michelle rodriguez tough lady but uh i think maybe she's a she's a little bit better than the uh fast furious movie i'd love to see her in something else but if yeah. she could just if, if all she has to do is make one of those every year and pay her bills we just gotta yeah. call her agent. Be like, diversify this one. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. put her out there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. maybe maybe after they made eleven, she'll have so much money that she'll just go do indies. That's right. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Maria Conchita Alonso, an icon, oh. or Zoe Zaldana, who went to my high school. Zoe, baby. <laughs> you don't Did know that Zoe? Really? Yeah, Zoe Zaldana, and this what? is an. Uh, and, and at least I have something to talk to her about if I ever meet her. But um, she went to my high school. She was a junior when I was a senior. And I was the lead in the plays my junior and senior year. So if she was into acting in my brain, I'm like, she had to know that I existed. 
And I don't remember her being in any of the drama classes or anything like that. And so in my mind, I'm like, I could have married Zoe Zaldana. What? <laughs> no. But, but yeah, she did it go to like, Newtown. She, she, she went like, to Newtown. So close. Yeah, so close so, and yet so forth. So, so in my mind, I'm going to meet her one day at a Hollywood party, and she's going to be like, you asshole, you ignored me. And I'm going to be like, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't yeah, remember. You don't remember her? Yeah, that's the whole point. I don't remember her, and and I, and I don't know if she was into acting or not. Sophia, oh, there were there were five hundred fine ass Dominican girls in my high school. It was in the middle of Queens in the nineties. So I wow, I don't feel so bad for you. <laughs> yeah, so, so you went to the most culturally diverse high school in the whole world. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Lou. All right. All right, anyways, Zoe's moving on. Rosie Perez, and I can't say this name. Sophia, help me out here. Sochi Gomez. Yeah. Gomez. Or Rosie Perez. I, it's Rosie, baby. Rosie, man. Yeah. For right. me. For me. That, that, yeah. And, like, she's just such a great actress. And, like, I want to see her latest project because I heard she really, really went raw and deep. And, like, it was a, so because she's got a TV show or something. Something, yeah. something good. Yeah, from White Man Can Jump to uh, to uh, oh Pineapple God. Express. I'm looking at these other brackets. All right. All right, we got AOC or the person that would most likely pay AOC in a movie, Eva Mendes. That's <laughs> true. That's so true. Right? Who else would play AOC? Eva Mendes. Okay, Geneva, what are you? Or may, may, maybe, Rosa maybe Rosario Dawson. Probably. Oh, I could see that. Wait, Rosario. I could see though. that. I could see and that. Rosario Dawson as AOC. Are you AOC. who you were cast? Or what are you judging this bracket on? It's up to her. Um, she can phone a friend. She can no, ask you for help. No, sorry, okay. I'm asking her. Uh, this bracket? Okay. Oof. Um, mm. uh, okay, listen. I got a soft spot for Ava, but I'm going to go with AOC because yeah. we really need her. You know what I mean? Like, like. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's like, should make on. her a superstar. Let's put her. Let's wrap her up in, in plastic and and make sure yeah. she's president in yeah. eighteen years. Yeah, bulletproof right. vest, all of it. Like, yeah. yeah. All, right. So, all right, we got Jenna Ortega or Justina Machado. Mm, I'm gonna say Justina. I like her spunk. All right, Gloria Estefan or Kate Del Castillo. Uh, wait, hold on. Are you Googling uh -huh. Kato Castillo? No, 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 no. no. Uh, I, Jenna, Jenna Ortega, <laughs> to be honest. I was like, wait a minute. Actually, I don't okay. know who she is. Are you going wait. with Jenna Ortega over Justina Machado? No, 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 no. I'm sticking. But, but, uh, because, uh. Okay, that's well, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a, this is, a no, this is an open book test. Go ahead. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, good. Because I'm totally. Yeah. Now, now I'm like, No, no, I'm please. Go ahead. Fucking notes. Okay. Um,. Kate Del Castillo. Kate Ooh. Del Castillo. Ooh. Hey, hey. One of them was the scenario member. The other one got an interview still with Chapo, so they both had their own thing. Uh, Sha Shakira or Leslie Grace? Who's Leslie Grace? Who's Leslie Grace? I'm Googling. Hold on. <laughs> Leslie Grace. I'm sure she's great. Let's see. I'm sure she's great. Oh, oh, oh uh, it's okay. a hate girl. Oh, and she's Batgirl. Mm. Oh, that too. Okay. single, by the way, also. You know, it's Shakira, though, because she's so iconic. Like, come on. Yeah. like We're all Googling. We're all Googling. <laughs> 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 yes, Lizzie. <laughs> uh, like, or asking Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, who is? If you I put her up against Shakira. And, and shake my hips like Shakira, like everyone did, right? All right, let yeah. me close this door. 
Okay. Back east. Uh, next one. All right. Uh, the two Annas. Anna Taylor-Joy or Anna the Armas? I'm going to say Anna the Armas because, like, she was so good in... Um, for me, she stole the show in 007. I was like... I wanted more yes, time. Yes, yes. I was like, her character was underutilized. She was brilliant. So, I love her. As I've said many times before, because my girlfriend doesn't listen to the podcast, if we were driving and Anna de Armas went us at a bus stop, I would kick my girlfriend out to pick up Anna de Armas. <laughs> and I can make that joke freely because she doesn't listen to the podcast. But anyway, Anna de Armas can do no wrong. And Anna Taylor Joe, our favorite vanilla binner, she can stay home. She got that Queen's Gambit money. She'll be fine. Yeah, she did. Right. Yeah. And the Northman. She was great in the Northman, too. Mm-hmm. True. All right. Isa Gonzalez or Rita Moreno? Hmm. Aisa. What? Did you say Isa? Come on. Isa, Isa. I think if I don't say Rita, like, I feel like something bad will happen. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean she's an icon. I mean, yeah. but, you know, do you really want to work with her now? She probably can only work for, like, a couple hours at a time, you know? I'm just saying. She's probably... She'd have to be a cameo if you were, if you were going movie like wise, you know. But she is an icon. We got to give her the first round at least. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. at least the first round. Totally, totally. Right. Yeah. So Sophia's main crush, Stephanie Beatriz, mm-hmm. or uh, Elitza. Elitza. This one hurts. This is hard. This is very hard um, because Stephanie is out there and she is hustling for so many of us, like trying to like. <sighs> But then Yalitza yeah, is such a breakthrough. Also, shout out, shout out to our MBs watching. Happy non-binary people's day today, mm-hmm. by the way. Oh, since, okay. Uh, yeah. Since Steffi's Stephanie out there Beatrice. for, yeah, for, for the bi. Yeah. Yeah. Doing number Beatrice. 19. Yep. All right. Nice. All right. And these uh, are two, these are two are kind of interchangeable for me. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Alba, who now sells soap or something, and Melissa Fumero. Of course she does. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to do Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. E, Na, Natalie Martinez or Eva Longoria? Mm. Mm. Now, I had to Google Natalie Martinez, but she was on a bunch of Latino lists. She was in a few. Singer? I don't know. No, she was an actress like 2006, 2010. She had. Oh. She was pretty popular for a minute, but I don't know. Oh, I think I might have had a crush That's on her. Nice. Hold on. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, she's she's hot. Um, yeah, she's hot, but she. Mm, 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 mm. Who, who's the other one? Um, I mean, Ava. Ava, all right, Ava, yeah. she's a classic, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and she's out there producing, getting dirty, so. Yeah, she's going to fight it out with Eva Mendez for the AOC role in a couple of years, or <laughs> Rosario Rosario Dawson, or America, America Ferreira. Ferreira. Yeah. Oh. I, okay, I got to go Rosario, I just, I just love her, I love she's awesome. like, her, yeah. her fashion, her style, her everything, I, I, I love her, yeah. All right, we got uh, Sofia Vergara or J-Lo. Sofia. All right. Yes. <laughs> that was the quickest one, Sofia. I, Tess- I, listen, I think, I just feel like J-Lo is like shoved down my throat like all the time. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. She's got shoes. She's got that. It's like, I don't know. I just like, I can't. It's too much J-Lo. Agreed. Too much, too much. Yeah, Tessa Thompson or Gina Rodriguez? Tessa. Tessa, Thor, Gina Torres or Aubrey Plaza? Oh, Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Aubrey's the best, right? She's the yeah. best. She's so funny. Yeah. All right, moving on along. Fast and Furious. Salma or Zoe? Salma. 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 Sal
Salma. Yeah. Rosie or AOC? Oh, Rosie. <laughs> the icon or the future president? Justina or Kate? Um. <laughs> oh, that's hard. No. Uh, La Reina. Sophia, help. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Justina, I feel like. Because Kayla Castillo's rich. She comes, she's preppy in my eyes. And she's I don't like her upbringing. She's more serious. serious. She comes yeah, from a rich Justina. family. She's, she's privileged. Yeah. All right. Shakira or Ana de Armas? Oof. Oof. I'm sweating over here. Mm. Um, Remember the bracket bit is created to cause maximum pain. Good. Good. It's very, well, you're doing, it's effective. Yes. J-Lo fatigue. Yeah. Um, I have to do Shakira. I'm sorry. Like, like I love Anna. All right, love all right, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm, like so, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. I will not put up with the Anna Diarma slander. All right, this is. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, I was. I was. I was a little. I was a little. I. I I'm sorry. It was triggered there. <laughs> Anything anti-Anna Diarma sort of gets me right away, so I apologize. I was acting out. No, we're back. This is this is not your bracket, Lou. This yeah. is not your bracket to fill out. Okay, got it. All right, we're back. All right. Shakira moves on in a shocking upstate. Upset. All right, Rita Moreno or Stephanie? Stephanie. Melissa or Eva? Melissa. Rosario or Sofia? That's a tough Rosario. one. Rosario. All right. Tessa or Aubrey? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Aubrey because... Parks and Rec like, or Thor? Uh, Parks and Rec. Right, Parks yeah. and Rec. She's like an inspiration. <laughs> All right. We are... Okay, they're not going to get any easier from here. Just letting no. you know. All right. No. Salma. Salma or Rosie. Two icons. Mexico versus Puerto Rico, right? Puerto Rico, right? Versus Puerto Rican, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's Puerto Rican. Or is she yeah. Mick? Is she too? Okay. She's New, York. she's New York. She's um, New as hell. New, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> okay. So I think in a fight, Rosie would win. You know. <laughs> you will not be invited again. <laughs> Thanks for having my back. That's that's my mod. Thanks for having my back. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, well, Sal Salma, uh, for me, it's Salma is just everything. Frida, uh, I've never seen an actress look better than she did and from Dust Till Dawn with, with the snake and the dance. like, And then Rosie Salma. is just... Salma, because she had to go up against Weinstein, that yeah. nut dirt bag. Okay, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. she's been holding it down for, for many, many yeah. years. All right, and uh, she's married to a billionaire, right? She's, she, she did all right for herself. She so. is doing it. <laughs> great. Yeah, like, fine. Yeah, dude. Like yacht yeah, she, life all day. Yeah, um, like she. Yeah, she's yeah. keeping it. All right. Uh, Justina Machado or Shakira? Shakira. Shakira. Mm -hmm. Stephanie or Melissa? Oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine oh, battle. Brooklyn yeah, Nine -Nine. that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie. Rosario, oh, this is another tough one. Rosario Dawson or Aubrey damn. Plaza? I did it to myself, man. You really okay. did. <laughs> you could have, yeah, no, you don't, you never, yeah, you don't, that's why I tell people, focus on, don't, don't think about future matchups. You just got to go matchup to matchup. Let the brackets do its thing. Uh -huh. 
Okay. <clears throat> Aubrey. Aubrey Plaza in an upset against Rosario Dawson. I know. It's just the comedy, right? Like, it's the yeah. comedy. No. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like you're picking a lot of like important to you, like in terms of like your 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 aesthetic about your characters and stuff like that. It might be it. Yeah. All right, we got a tough final four. Uh, we got Ooh. Salma Hayek versus Shakira and her hips that do not lie. <laughs> New newly single. Mm, Salma. Salma. Yeah. 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 You know, Shakira's got that show that she's doing right now, the the dance one on like NBC. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. She's doing stuff. Okay. She's got she's she's the thing. She was in uh, that animated she's movie got, too. She played a, a single that just came out. She's fine. Yeah, she's, I'm just she's trying fine. to like I'm just trying to curb my guilt. You know. Yeah, she, like she was married yeah. to like the you yeah. know a yeah. player from Barcelona for like ten years. She's yeah. all right. All right. Uh, okay, and then so Stephanie or Aubrey. The voice of. Which was so good in Canto. What was the name? The girl's name? I forget. Excuse me. Doesn't matter. Um, I mean, we know what we're gonna. I, you know, Aubrey. I'm gonna. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna yeah. die hard. I'm gonna go yep. crash and burn. I'm gonna crash and burn with Aubrey. Let's do it. All right. Now you have it. your comedic doppelganger almost here. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then we got Salma. Oh, wow. Man, this is mega deep. Actually, this is like uh, I need you to send this to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take oh yeah. Uh, no, I'll say I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link yeah. to the to the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go with Salma all the way, but the spirit of Aubrey is there. But I just okay. think that Salma like was like such a like path. What do you? What's the term? Trailblazer. That's Trailblazer. Yeah. Trailblazer. Yeah. Like you know. So respect. Mm-hmm. I. That was awesome. I, I, I recognize that that was tough for you, <laughs> but you, you 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 made it out. You made it out alive. You, I made it out alive. Mm-hmm. You um, had some tough decisions, but you have survived the bracket bit. That was so much fun. <laughs> I you know I you know I don't know. Do you do brackets for fun? Just like on your like like you're just like oh it's two o'clock I'm gonna do a bracket for myself. Fun, like, <laughs> I always I always love brackets and yeah. um and I think that I was just looking for something to end my interviews with and I was like I'll find something that the person loves and then I'll just test what they love most and and that'll you be know like, what this reminds me of there's this episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes to hell mm. and mm. Uh, the devil's like ha 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 this you know I know how I'm gonna get you because the devil what the devil does is like takes what you love and then gives, gives you, you so it. much of it. Yeah. That you yeah. Oh, they put him on the donut, donut on the donut the machine. Donut yeah, the donut. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, give, give yeah, me more, yeah. give me more, yeah. give me more. Except yeah, I'm not Homer in this situation. I'm one of the other people that, the, that, the, that were in hell, but like, yeah. <laughs> that was intense, man. Yeah. All right. Lizzie said, Lizzie says her final bracket was Shakira versus Rosario. Shakira winning it, but wow. it was hard. Yeah. Wow. I would not have expected that from Lizzie. What about you? What about Sophia? What about you, Sophia? Yeah. Where, did you, where did you go? I think Salma as well. It was going to be down to her always, mm. but mm-hmm. a, a few other ones would have made it further. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I would have been probably Anna versus Salma. Anna um, all the way. Oh, I don't you, can't, I, you can't go wrong either way for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, Mr. Neva, uh, um, we're going to let you go. Okay. Thank you All so right. much. This was so much fun. If I can pop back in, I'll let you guys know. Please um, do, yeah. because the Jamie Lee Curtis, I want to know your take. Ugh, yeah. It's going to be good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll we I as you R.I.P. My uh my as if you saw earlier my tabs is what we'll get through get through now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That is that is what we uh that is what that's, we. That was a lot of tabs. You know, that's more than me, which is um, yeah. That's, 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 those are my tabs right here. So we'll those be are here for three more hours. No, we're, we're, wow. we'll be here. For, we'll be here for a little bit. No, a, uh, a lot of the stuff is we already talked about, and um, and and we'll get to it. But uh, I think we. I don't know if we're doing an episode next week because Comic Con's coming up. So mm-hmm. I figured we'll just do it like a longer, longer one today, and split it into two. But I want to thank you for coming on. Hopefully, you can pop back on, and uh, we'd love yeah, to have you. I'm just gonna get a snack, you know. I'm gonna yeah, re- we'll be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah be here. Back, All right, cool. Are, you guys are the sweetest. This is so much fun. Yeah. Aww, All right, cool. Then we'll 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 save the uh, the anonymous way. We got four. We have an anonymous anonymous advice column. So we'll save that for when you come back, and we'll just knock okay. out some tabs while you're away. Okay. All right. See you guys All in a right. bit. All right, take it easy. Bye. All, right. All right. How was that? All right. Great. Was, she was awesome, you? huh? Yeah, I love her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Big fan, big fan. Uh, Mas Latina. Love um, it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. All right, let's, all right, let's knock out some tabs while she get out here. We're going to get up on the news of the day uh, from a Latina perspective. Is Rosa coming? No, um, she unfortunately is finishing up some reviews and stuff like that, but um, so she will she won't be able to join us. But Rosa. hopefully, after Comic Con, we'll have her on and uh, we'll get her relay takes and we'll kind of talk about uh, maybe the Emmy any nominations and and any movies that we should be looking out for this the rest of the year. Can't wait. Uh, all right, biggest things that happened over the last week: uh, Hunter Biden iCloud leak. Um, apparently, some hackers from 4chan began to uh, hack. Uh, Hunter Biden's um, iCloud and uh-huh. it was what you would expect just a bunch of videos of him running around naked smoking a lot of crack um, I can't show really the video because you know TOS but you can see he just has multiple videos of him just with like a crack pipe just a video oh of him at a pool God. just him naked with like guns and crack and hookers and there's another one where he was measuring um, he had a scale and he was Basically measuring, um, he had 20 grams of crack on the, on a, on a scale and, and it was just like, man. And then, uh, this was, uh, this was Twitter, I guess this was, hold on a second here. Oh man. No. Well, there was a funny, there was a funny meme about it, but, but did you hear about it or did you know kind of anything about it? No, not at all. Why did I not hear of it? Well, I am not surprised, but, Hmm. That's interesting because uh, the meme that I was looking at was basically saying like it was popping up everywhere and mm-hmm. like nobody, nobody, no, no it's, it, you know, it was kind of like when the laptop stuff was happening that people were trying to take it down because they were saying is it was misinformation, right? Mm. So I think my take on it was this, this is one of the times that makes uh, liberals and the, and the leftist media look bad. Because um, when it's kind of like a um, moral high ground thing, like Al Franken and forcing them to resign from Cong- from Senate or stuff like that, they're all over it. But when it's something like this and they and they try to use their power to like mm, to like lower the impact of it, just like virtually just just saying, no, we're not going to let this become a thing. We're going to take it down. We're going to say it's misinformation, blah, blah, blah. It make it just makes it adds to the fake news narrative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they're doing a disservice to themselves by 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 basically just not allowing people to to to, to decide for themselves. They, it's funny that the president 
Uncle Brandon has a crackhead son. Yeah. It's and 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 he calls his dad Pedo Pete and uh the big guy and he might be out there doing crazy weird deals with other he might not be. I mean it could all be fake, but it's at least funny to think that that's a possibility, you know? Yeah. And we're all paying for it. We're paying for his crack I get. And yes, Substance abuse is a motherfucker. And I made a whole movie uh, about substance abuse and, and its effects on, on, on myself personally and other people. But still, it's like you can at least admit that it's a funny fucking thing. You know, you, can, uh, you, can, you, you don't have to like block it off of everywhere in the world um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and try to like force people not to share it and stuff like that. It just, it just, it's a bad look overall, you know? Yeah. So that's what they were doing. They were trying to block it off. No, like, well, I, I just thought it was interesting that you hadn't seen it because it it originated on 4chan, right? Um, yeah. And and so they they started they they started leaking it, and then the same way as other stories that make biting look bad, um, the same um, the same stories that they used, they would pull stuff down and 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 kind of mute it, shadow ban it, whatever you want to call it. It's not really popping up in a lot of feeds. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's kind of online. like. Huh. So it's kind it's kind of weird that 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 they did that. And um, and look, okay, so this is this is him with crack on a scale. And it's just him arguing with the hooker about how much crack they got. So how much crack they gave us? What the fuck? He needs to replace the battery on that scale, though. It's going to get fucked. Why did he take a video of it is my question. (laughs) Which is, I mean, why do people take pictures, naked pictures of themselves, even though it's a bad idea? Like, For sex. I mean, you know, you send it, it's, it's sexual thing but this is just why do you you're a politician you're the son of a politician the president of the united states so it's like why why i'm not gonna victim blame that's fine okay this is the one i would, this is basically what I, what what it what uh, this this was the funny gift that i was talking about oh there's right. geneva she's coming back i'm gonna bring her back in a second geneva. so it's basically twitter trying to close all the boxes and all the stuff when yeah. everything's happened like you know basically <laughs> yeah no 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 don't don't look no. at this no don't look at that don't look at that don't look at that oh, so yeah man. i just thought it was funny that 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 it was sort of being muted um but interesting all right geneva's back let me let's bring her back on hey welcome back hey. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, we were just talking about uh, how they were, how uh, the Hunter Biden iCloud stuff was getting muted everywhere. Mm-hmm. I did not know about this. I am like shook, shook exactly. it. Same. Well, yeah. apparently they they leaked his iCloud and it's a shit ton of pictures of him smoking crack and videos and him doing all kinds of like this is him smoking crack in a in a bathtub. No. And this is him uh, like and then he's naked in a pool and he's like dancing like this is him like dancing no it's just a bunch of shit happening and and it's all kind of like i just thought it was interesting that there's sort of uh that that it's not super like i don't know like i don't see it out there a lot you know no didn't make my rounds so no no, it's making right-wing rounds like everybody knows about it so anyway i just like i said i just think it makes it makes the the left and left-leaning media look bad when they refuse to cover stuff like that because Mm -hmm. if it was ivanka trump caught with a crack pipe you yeah. know would you would you say that's disinformation or would you report on it right hmm. i mean right now there's just like 
too many things I feel like vying for the headlines. Like there's no shortage of fucking bananas shit going down everywhere. Like yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that wasn't enough, mm. if that wasn't enough, we have these mm. crazy ass pictures of the cosmos that were released by NASA and news to telecove up there. This, uh, the bright, Spiky things are things that are close to us. Everything else is basically looking into the universe. Every single dot is an entire galaxy of itself. And mm-hmm. what I've heard say is that what this represents is if you were looking out and looking at your thumb and there was like a speck like a speck of, of sand on the tip of your thumb, that is what, relative to the size of space, what this area Represents. So this is kind of another reason that we should feel insignificant, <laughs> um, because my God, can you imagine how many, how many, just right? There's got to be people out there. There's got to be other things out there, right? We are a speck. yeah. My, yeah, there has to be. My Selma Aubrey Plaza doppelganger is out there. She is out <laughs> there. Yeah. So every one of these little things is an entire galaxy in of itself. And then you can tell that some of them are curved and that's kind of like the curvature of space. And so it's kind of just weird, man. You know, like I said, like, like I, like I always say, it's, we're stuck to this rock by magic and we're hurling through space. So, you know, let's not overthink things. It's just, you know, have fun, make some art, make people laugh, love each other. For real. I, I read this, uh, article cause I sometimes read articles and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was about the Proud Boys and how they use irony to, like, they'll be like, you should go shoot up XYZ. Just kidding. You know, like, we really hate these types of people. Just kidding. You know? And and then they can't be, like, liable for everything they said because it's like, I don't know. Was I being was serious or not? Yeah. yeah. And um, And then, like, the head of the Proud Boys was like, we're just a bunch of funny guys. And I was like, what? Like, I missed, I missed the comedy memo. Like, like where, so to your point, I'm just like, I think more people need to just make art and get out there and express themselves so that they don't think being a proud boy is their comedy routine. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Yeah. I had a tab, but I I had uh, muted it, but there was a, I think it was Tampa Herald or something. Somebody wrote an op-ed piece uh, about Proud Boys and they're like, when I think of Proud Boys, I just think of fathers and sons and people that just want this and this and that. Like she was literally defending them and it was like, oh, and then it found out, oh, she was married to a Proud Boy Uh, and she was writing it. So, so yeah. So yeah, but they they really uh, are like no, we're like the we're we're it we're just doing it for the lulls and we're just mean mean and trolling. We don't really mean that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, if one of a thousand of you becomes radicalized and does something, then you can you know then you can claim that you didn't know about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Moving right along, uh, Kylie Jenner, everybody's favorite um, Caucasian. Everybody's favorite culture vulture um, is getting shit on. Um, apparently, she made a uh, a thing to make billions of dollars, and uh, she called one of her um, one of her one of the colors is called besitos. Um, so once again, she's getting accused of being a culture vulture. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. No, I, that's what I was gonna say. Is is she the one with the tequila? But it's Kendall. It says right there. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she. Yeah, they're they're doing all kinds of shit over there. They're oh. they're, and 
okay, I love Brian Cranston and I love Breaking Bad and but him and um and and the guy who played Jesse are are they Pink yeah they are uh, they also have a tequila called Dos Hombres oh. and as much as I love them. They're out there just like at Bevmo doing fucking. They're they're literally out there like at Bevmo is like doing they're fucking. Paddling, they're, they're paddling. They're, the they're paddling. Mm-hmm. Yes, George Clooney has a has a mezcal. Like man, it just became such a static. It just becomes such a static. You know what? That's totally what it is. You get to a certain level, and you're like, well, how many brands do I have? You know, yeah. like literally, yeah. that's probably what they talk about at parties. Like it's a it's a know? white label. It's just it's a white label thing. They just make it, and they're like, we'll just slap we'll just slap this on top of it. Mm-hmm. All right. In uh, catching up on Amber Heard Depp news, uh, so this was a fucking interesting story. Apparently, one of the jurors wasn't even one of the jurors. So <laughs> so. Somebody like somebody like snuck into jury duty is the gist of it. So there was a person that wasn't even an alternate or anything, but they showed up, like signed the paperwork, did a thing. Um, wow. So there was a uh, so there was a seventy year old on the injury panel list is registered to vote at the same address as a fifty year old, the same name according to the filing. The appear, the individual who appeared for jury duty with his name was obviously the younger one. So the so that person wasn't even supposed to be on a jury. They showed up. They got in there. They were part of the jury. So she's trying to get huh. the shit dismissed. Mm. Good thing, Sophia. Should we go through this all over again? No, let's not reopen this. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Somebody, this is somebody's getting very clever. That. I feel yeah. like maybe they were planted anyways, just to have like a card that you could play if you didn't get the outcome you didn't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you uh, the other thread that was related to this that uh, that we that I saw and this one was one that I was trying to get to uh, a while ago, but we didn't do it. But um, but basically, um, Marilyn Manson is getting ready to sue his victim, Evan Rachel Wood, for defamation. Um, basically, here's some of the allegations that they had that he met her when he, she was 18 in 2006 and he was 37. Uh, they became really good friends. He started a love bomber. You know, he was a, a famous musician during that time. Um, the, then he started taking videos of her, uh, uh, had her sort of in, in like he was posting private videos on his own website, showing her being whipped. There was a whole fucking sh- basic element. Um, there's videos of him telling them who you're texting, answer me or I'll kill you. And this is, Johnny Depp's best friend, stuff like that. This uh, Camila, um, on, I can share the thread for, with you guys if you guys want to take a look at it. But there's an entire thread, basically, of um, of her uh, and and how her family sort of had to plan her escape. Um, um, and then him, you know, he released videos where he was beating up a woman who looked just like her. Um, and then basically, this is Marilyn Monson has a bunch of Nazi tattoos, um, things like that. So. This is kind of to do with what we were talking about a few times, which is the the justice for Johnny crowd and and sort of pivoting from me too to no, this particular person, this bitch can can fuck off and die. She's evil. We're not gonna believe anything she said. Hamber heard, everybody sort of turned against her. And those same people that defended Depp are somehow defending Marilyn Manson blindly. And uh, like I said, you know, um, Johnny Depp 
defended um, pedophiles in the past. So I just kind of think it's it's kind of a weird. Are these are these are these like just step fangirls that are willing to carry over to the next topic? Is this another segment of the population? Who is who are the people that are, that are defending? Or maybe it's coming from like there's a mole inside the house. You know what I mean? Is is this could be kind of one of those ironic things where people start up a thing to sort of just see where it goes. Yeah, I think this that Johnny Depp uh, the whole trial definitely empowered men that you know have been defamed, I guess, quote unquote. But like, I don't know uh, the details between uh, Marilyn Manson and Evan Rachel Wood. I uh, so I don't want to have like a set opinion, but. What I have heard is it's not very flattering towards Marilyn Manson. So it makes sense that, like, following the Johnny Depp trial, he would feel empowered to 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 sue her. It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. It's yeah. not a good twist. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, it's it's not a good it's not a good. Hey, we got uh, we we were able to to get justice for Johnny. What do we do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justice for Marilyn Manson. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's not die on this hill, you know. Oh no. Um, yeah, she had first come out about it, and then and then eventually named him um, after a while because she was she was she was scared. She had to plan her escape. It's not it's not a good look. Um, again, um, another interesting thing, and then we'll move on to another topic. Is that this same conversation about Johnny defending Roman Polanski, um, yeah. who gave a thirteen year old quaaludes and. Uh, <sighs> a long time ago moved to France and Johnny Depp defended him, defended him. Um, again, this is kind of the weird thing. The thread is, um, a Depp stand tried to debunk this by saying that Roman Polanski is actually innocent and in invest- and, and, and the person who came out to defend it was the actual victim. Roman Polanski was never accused of multiple sexual assaults of minors. There was one case and Polanski stated he assumed the girl was of age. Why? Because he met her at an adult party and because she was dropped off at the house um, late for a photo shoot alone. Again, tragic occurrence. But the girls apparently clearly have their own responsibility for it all. Who allows a minor girl? Blah, blah, blah. Basically, uh, and then the actual victim, the actual girl oh, that, no. that Roman Polanski was like, wow, 2022 and you Fox activists, foe, activists still blame my mom. Roman took responsibility for his actions. It seems the quality of his character exceeds yours. You didn't know the readily available facts. You make a fool out of yourself. And of course, they retreated. I'm sorry that you were drawn into this thread and we respect and appreciate your opinions. Oh, um, what? So, so when you find yourself like <laughs> saying this and then the actual person that it comes to i think you have to sort of think about kind of where you're at right yeah a little bit okay okay what about wait are we saying maybe she's got stockholm syndrome like where you know what i mean where like you like like your abuser like you you kind of like you absolve them you're like no they're great people i don't know you know i don't know what you're talking about is do we think maybe that's what she has or like i don't know well no i think she's sort of like in between because i think it's probably been long ago enough and even when she was a young she was like yeah i was underage but i was kind of like you know older Mm -hmm. than myself or whatever so she wasn't like super she wasn't really like blaming him too much but the you know the law was a law so I think that she's basically saying, how are you people still blaming my 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 parents when even Polanski has even said that he was wrong, right? So I think yeah. she's sort of, but she's, it does sort of feel like she's in between because she's like, oh, he's got better yeah. character, you know. Um, yeah, right? Like, oh, yeah, that was my rapist, but 
they they have a nice house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, what she's yeah, getting yeah. at, she's probably saying, like, he's the lowest you can get, and somehow you went lower. Um, but Maybe. Still, it's not, it's not yeah. landing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, Jill Biden apologizes. Jill oh, Biden. No. Jill Biden apologizes for comparing Latino diversity to tacos That's and bodegas. Um, she was doing. She was giving a speech and she was talking to the Hispanic Civil Rights uh, an advocacy organization. And basically, she said that you know something. Um, she said as. Uh, as distinct as the bodegas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Um, she also uh, badly mispronounced bodegas, um, etc. And um, she apologized. But, I mean, she's an old white lady. Do we Should we expect more from her? Or, you know, you're giving her a pass on this one? You had some Karen moments today, Geneva. I got some Karen moments, yeah. yeah. I mean... B for effort? A B for effort? <laughs> I mean, it's the White House. Aren't there like 900 people writing these things? Like, that's mm-hmm. what always baffles me when they like say something really stupid. I'm like, you did not write that. There mm-hmm. was somebody hired to research and write that. And they are a political writer and went to school and know how it, they should know what they're doing. Like, right. so, you know, and the mispronunciation, well, there you go. I mean, can't, can't get mad at her for that. Like, mm-hmm. you know... That's that's yeah. understandable. So, but yeah, it's there's it's not so simplistic as um, the storefronts or you know. Do you um side note on pronunciation? Do you watch um either Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul? I here's where I'm at. This is very triggering for me right now. Again, very triggering. Uh, I have yet to see Breaking Bad. Okay. So. So it's on my list as like, you know, I've watched the pilot like three times because I've been like, here we go. We're going to watch it from the top, yeah. you know, and then something happens. And uh, and I think it's just overwhelming because that's this seven years of right. They did it for seven years. Like, yeah, that's a mm, commitment. It's five, it's five seasons. Five Breaking seasons? Bad is, yeah, five seasons. Breaking Bad is, is five seasons. Five? Yeah. Okay. And, the, and the second one is really short because of the writer's strike for the oh. first season is only six episodes because of the writer's strike. So yeah, it's it's actually a pretty it's probably maybe like fifty four episodes max. Okay. Yeah, it's not too okay. bad. Yeah. All right, so I I um I will watch it very soon. Okay. Well, yeah, let me let me redirect this to Sophia because I know she's seen both of them, right? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> so one of the only things, one of the only bad things that you can say about Breaking Bad and Vince uh, Gilligan and uh, Peter Gould, the creators, is that they had too much confidence in casting non-Latino speakers for the Latino roles and oh, yeah. making and making them learn the the language phonetically. Kind of like uh, season one of Narcos, they got a Brazilian person to play Pablo Escobar, mm-hmm. not a Colombian. So his accent always threw me off because all the other people that were playing people from Medellin had the... Yeah, Maria Pues, todo bien, que es parcero, todo, like, you know, that very Medellin accent. And he was like, you know, he was a Brazilian trying to do his best. So even though it's an, an incredible show, you know, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays uh, Gustavo Fring, who's supposed to be Chilean, like he he so mumbled bad. so bad, and they and they and they and, and the other play people that play Latinos, they're just they're so so bad. Um, Better Call Saul, they did get some more native speakers, which helped it. But mm-hmm. I just I just wanted to throw that out there in case you had um, any thoughts on it. Sophia, do you, do you agree with me? Like about yeah, that? Yeah, I think I ranted on it on Snapchat because I was watching I was watching um, 
Better Call Saul. And the guy that really pisses me off is the the Hector. 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 Yeah, Tio yes. Salamanca. Yeah, because in Better Call Saul, we get his backstory, and he talks a lot. And it is just the thickest accent, and he speaks English so well. And then he goes to Spanish, and it's just, it's cringe. It's so cringe. Yeah. Casting was yeah. not great. Yeah, I mean they 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 got the right people for the for the cast, but it just they just made them speak too much Spanish, and uh, you know. Although I love the fact that more shows, instead of saying, "Hey, why are these people speaking English in the middle?" you know, actually have people speak the language that's more natural. I like that. There's a lot more of that on TV shows, but still, uh, sure. moving right along. Disturbing trend on TikTok. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> only one. Only one. There's, there's 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 so many. <laughs> So there's this trend of um, people telling their kids to go put their shoes on. And they tell them, hey, uh, I'm going to go fight this guy down the street, but he's got an eight-year-old. If he jumps in, I need you to fight them. And then sort of seeing what the, seeing what the kids do. And then uh, here, I'll, I'll play a little something here. Because um, I'm about to go outside and fight. And this girl, she has a daughter too, and I'm going to need you to fight her. All right? Okay, I'm going to fight with you. Okay, let's go. Oh. Put your wow. shoes on because I gotta go fight someone, Sia. So I need you to come with me in case you have to fight her nephew, okay? Okay. Why not? Today? Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? No, I have to fight someone, Sia. No, 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 someone else's Sia. Someone else's Yeah. So I need you to help me fight in case. She, she brings her nephew. I need you to fight him. I can't. I need you to put your shoes on. I'm so torn up about it. I need you to put your shoes on. I'm finna go beat up this girl. And if her daughter jump in, I need you to handle her daughter. Let's go. Put your shoes on. Okay. She's ready. Yeah, the older kids are like, I know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so just stop traumatizing your kids for clout, please. I know. <laughs> can, Seriously. Can, and then a couple of them, and then people were even saying, all right, you got to stop, because there were some kids that were getting like, they were like getting ready, but they were crying because they didn't really want to, but they didn't want to disappoint their dad and stuff. And that I'm just like, so please, That's please, abuse. Oh my please, goodness. please stop doing that I to can't. People. It's like these prank YouTubers. Now it's happening on TikTok. That's terrible. Yeah, no. I mean, because I know if I was a little kid and I'd be doing, I wouldn't want to disappoint my dad. But at the same time, I wasn't. I, I really don't want to. I really don't want to. You know. The confusion. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right now, tomorrow. <laughs> like, like we got to fight. All right. Um. So I don't want to go. Uh. I don't really. Um. And and I I didn't really want to watch the um the video when it came out. Uh. Duvalde. Uh. Video of of the cops and stuff. But one thing I did have to bring out, which was this cop with a Punisher lock screen on his phone. Um, so this is this is the video of the of the uh, Uvalde, and this is the area where all the cops were just sitting around waiting. Um, and uh, so, some one of the guys went in there and was like, got hand sanitizer, and the other ones you can see him just running away and waiting. Um, fist bumping, fist like just sitting there, just waiting, just sitting there waiting for fifty out for fifty minutes. Um, and then this cop with a gun drawn, but he's got a fucking 
Punisher, you know, I don't want to say all cop, all cops are bastard, but a majority of cops are bastard at this point because, you know, if 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 it takes if fifteen cops with guns and heavy machinery are are afraid of one person with an AR fifteen, then maybe we shouldn't have AR fifteens. If you're gonna, yeah, maybe fucking... we shouldn't have them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if 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 the guys and there's three different guys with ballistic shields, mm-hmm. one person. That how does that how do they not just say all right let's just go in and one of them draws the fire and the other one takes them out I don't understand how they do that they love to play dress up the only the only thing I can think of is that they just they just like looking cool they like having the gear they like having the the, the SWAT yeah. team they like feeling like that so power trip yeah mm-hmm. I uh, I saw today that they like uh, did you see this there's like the classrooms that they're like advertising like little like uh, what do they call like it's like a cell like a protection unit mm. and they're they're like trying to sell them to like install them in the classroom so when there is an active yeah. shooter situation they just lock themselves into this what? like bulletproof yeah. there's also cave. bulletproof backpacks that they sell to kids now and yeah the thing we talked about last week was that at the at one of the parade shootings on 4th of July it was the little kids who had active shooter training that were telling their parents and people what to do Wow. Which is that is like that is that's so hard. Yeah, that's that's heartbreaking. Um, Lizzie says she she loves the videos of the kid. I go do one. Go do one with your son. I want to see what he. No, don't don't yeah. traumatize your kid. <laughs> no, but I, I see that. But yeah, so I didn't want to dwell on it, but 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 I did want to bring that up that it that 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 did leak. Uh, I suggest don't watch it because it just you know there shit. They're like don't go watch beheading videos. Don't watch narco videos. It just that shit stays with you, and you're much better off just not knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, good news for Sophia. Um, Geico ordered to pay $5.2 million to woman who contracted STD during sex in insured vehicle. So, <laughs> Fuck yeah. so, so break bread, Sophie Cheeks. Break oh, bread. Um, so basically, uh, Geico has been ordered to pay $5.2 million in damages to a woman who contracted a sexually transmitted disease in an insured vehicle of her then-boyfriend. Um, so basically, uh, the insured negligently caused or contributed to be infected with HPV by not taking proper precautions. Uh, and because they did it in the then boyfriend's car under the insurance policy should cover her injuries. Oh my God. That is genius. What? So she, she, she banged, she banged her boyfriend in his car, got it, got HPV and got 5.2 million. What? Are that you is kidding me. Wait. I like don't know if this is the dumbest thing or the smartest thing. No, this thing. is the you know smartest I mean? thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. 5.2 million for HPV? Yeah. You can just oh get a cream God. for that, right? <laughs> but like but like how many times did they have to I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure she banged them a bunch of times, right? They, but but she said one of them was in his vehicle and it wasn't short. And she was like, hey, wait. She looked at the Geico policies real quick. She was like, hmm. You know what? Insurance is whack Injury. though, so like, good. Yeah, good on her. Geico. Oh my gosh, yeah, good for her. I'm not knocking her hustle. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-mm. You get your right. coin, girl. All right, and this in this week's version of it could be worse. You could be in this relationship. Um, so this guy's got a daddy sticker chart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, wash dishes. You get a 12 pack of your favorite beer if you get uh-huh. f- f- six stickers. Uh, put toilet seat down. No nagging for a week. All right. Uh, see, Geneva's taking notes for her husband. Uh, <laughs> ch- 
change blowout diaper naked hula dance oh, all right yeah 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 yeah. now okay now uh, we're talking now <laughs> bathe the rugrats uh i won't donate your favorite pit stain t-shirt oh that's kind of cold i was not taking up that much space pack the kids lunches one get out of the doghouse free card okay how deep is that doghouse is that like a yeah. fuck is that like a fuck your sister doghouse or is that like a like a just you know i don't know all right vacuum the car seats doesn't have to go some more annoying kids birthday party clean up throw up bj, BJ. oh and he got yeah. all of them for that one yeah, he yeah. that one yeah he, he was he was probably he was probably feeding his kids Look rancid milk excited she is in this photo I, though I, yeah I, like and she's using the wrong stickers. Like I feel like you need stars, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. She's what using. Are these, these are like leftover princess stickers from yeah, something from that they had. Yeah. Uh, like chore charge for husband. That personally, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's a yeah. little bit weird, especially the, the guy doesn't look. I don't know. It could. There's a chance this could be fake. But you know, yeah. it, it it's still. I know that those things are real, though. People do do that kind of shit. It's really good for kids, but it's good for husband. kids. I've seen. Yeah. For like, uh, yeah, I've seen that on someone's fridge when they have kids. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Sydney Sweeney has got a nice pair of Oscar nom- of Emmy nominations. She got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she got uh, nominated for two times uh, for um, Euphoria as well as White Lotus for supporting actors. Um, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Sydney Sweeney, Aww. come on! I didn't yeah. know who was. Yeah, she's got a nice she's got a nice pair of um, uh, Emmy Emmy nominations. Your joke there. Makes sense now. Okay. No, it does make sense. You have to know yeah. it, and I, yeah, and and I have to deliver it better. I'm sorry, that was that was my mistake. Um, no, the reason I was going to bring this up is because one of my all time favorite situations growing up as a kid was watching um, uh, the uh, Eddie Murphy in um, what the fuck coming to know. America? No, not coming to no. America. The Trading Places. Sorry, Trading oh. Places. Trading Places. And Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie has the best like unsuspecting uh boob shot in all time mm. when she's just changing in front of the movie. And I think that was the first time I ever saw a pair of boobs in a movie in my life. Um so she was one of my favorites. But you don't if you come at the queen, you best not miss. And she uh said some things this week about um the person who can do no wrong, Anna Dadarmas, saying that she assumed that since because she came from that since she was from Cuba, that she thought she had just gotten here and that she was unsophisticated and basically was like, Oh, I should introduce you to Steven Spielberg, who she already knew. And she's like, Oh, I should tell you people, and she had already been like in a dozen movies. Um, and um, and she said, I assumed, and I say this with real embarrassment, Jamie, you should have, like I said, you should have left it in the drafts. Um, I say this with real embarrassment because she had come from Cuba. Uh, I made an assumption that she was inexperienced and sophisticated that first day i was like oh what are your dreams um and then she had already been in uh, blade runner war dogs by that time um and she was so impressed with our must performance that she offered to introduce her to steven spielberg so anna could play maria in west side story um uh, she also introduced them to Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal. Darmus already knew Jake and had plenty of A-listers connected, including a friendship with Knock Knock co-star Keanu Reeves. Um, she's also going to be in the John Wick spinoff. She is also uh, cool. playing um, uh, Marilyn Monroe in an, in an upcoming movie. Yeah. So um, that was a segue into Jamie Lee Curtis, and then she was getting some crap on it this week for basically um, shit-talking, you know, a Latina. 
Yeah, your your home girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, your future wife. <laughs> no, yeah, no, Anna. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just think she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely, ab- oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. Jamie the oh, Curtis, I, I love you. You're you're a goddess. Uh, but have some of that diarrhea yogurt and sit the fuck down. Yeah, be better. Yeah. I um. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Miko. Miguel, yeah, I um. I saw a Jamie Lee Curtis interview with people, people in Espanol. Mm-hmm. Um, so Verdi's really considered the most cringe stuff. Yep. And uh, yeah, it, so I initially saw the just like one minute clip of this, of her calling her unsophisticated because she's from Cuba, mm-hmm. from Cuba. And I was like, oh, I hate that. Oh, my God. Do I hate Jamie Lee Curtis now? She's terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I watched a longer interview and she worded it very differently. Um, Mm -hmm. and I kind of understood that she's just a very tone deaf white lady that is not, I don't think she's racist or has malintent. I do think that she is a very experienced actress. And when she meets new people, she immediately thinks that they're new and she didn't, she, what she was saying is like, I didn't know her background and I immediately treated her like she was a new actor and I was trying to teach her stuff. The unsophisticated because of Cuba, that's, those are the words that just get me. So I don't know where I stand on this. I don't think I fully hate her and I think we should cancel her because yeah. the, the people the people interview was very, a little more in depth. So I'm like, I don't think I hate her. I think that she just didn't deliver the message correctly. And maybe, who knows, maybe she is a little, not not racist, but what would you say when like a white person is just very tone deaf? Tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Like, I think that the main thing for there's me. There's a word for it. Yeah, there, and the fact that she said, and this is a little embarrassing, makes it seem that she's a little bit more self-aware that, that mm-hmm. what she's saying is a little tone deaf. It doesn't make it any less tone deaf that she says it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you can give her a few points for at least self-acknowledgement that she's about to say yeah. something that makes her look dumb. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's an elder stateswoman, so I think a, a lot of it is 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 her not being afraid of being canceled because you know she i mean she's got halloween money she's 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 got mm-hmm. she's got yogurt money you but know, she's she, like cut cut from that cloth right like comes from like heavy heavyweights and so mm-hmm. i can mm-hmm. get how you would just even from uh, the get-go you would have a little bit of a i know how this works attitude mm-hmm. and I can, and then if you're now you're like legend status because you're so much older, and like it, it probably just like kind of gets mixed into everything that she says, right? Unfortunately, why can't they keep these embarrassing stories to themselves? Yeah, I mean, you also in their interviews you have to come up something to say, so they say, "Hey, what do you think about Ana de Armas?" and and then she's like, "Oh, I met her," like, and and I was yeah. like. She's Cuban. She must be dumb as a bag of rocks or, you know, she's yeah. not going to say it that way. She f- tries to figure out a different way to say, it, you know, but mm-hmm. hey, unsophisticated. Yeah. Unsophisticated. All right. We're, all, we're wrapping up here. We're live with Geneva Zentz from uh, Mass Latina and she yeah. stopped by. We did an interview with her earlier in the show. If you want to check that out, follow her across all platforms to keep up with her comedic and filmmaking career. Thank right? you. I'm crashing the the end of the party here. No, she is. You, we, it's this not is, crashing this, if you're invited. This counts. <laughs> this counts as a second part. All right. And then the last couple of tabs I had here open. Um, all right. I'm gonna play this without audio so we can comment on it. But um, no. 
Tyga, um, who's no. has been accused of culturally appropriating Mexican and Chicano culture in the past, and did uh, I think he had like Carlos Santana on one of his songs or something like that, but he dropped a video called Ay Caramba, and um, he's getting a lot of shit for it um, because he plays like spicy, and then he's got like the guy with the guacamole here, and then. Um, He's got, okay, he's got the mustache oh, and the no. giant hat, and the, the, zoot, the zoot suit and the peppers, and then we got yeah. the the chunky Mexican there in the back, and it's all very spicy. He's, and uh, He's somehow being racist and fat shaming at the, in the same video. It's great. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of, it's, it's got, it's got something for everything. Um, yeah. Got, all right. Mm. It's got the, you know. And and then they, it's not. A, they just threw everything in there, didn't they? Yeah, there's. It's yeah. like it's like what is Latino? And and they're like, oh, low, low riders, riders, hot sauce, uh, red. Um, uh, then they have mariachi dancers. It's they a lot have of spicy like. There's um, a, and that's a lot of mixed cultures. So now we have like Chicano culture, like uh, low rider culture. This is more like Spanish. This is like yeah, not even Latino. A, it's Spaniard. I think they have like what a is it? It's like it's a it's a it's a, no, I mean I'll play the sound for like two seconds. All right. Anyway. Oh wait until like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's just saying ay caramba over and over. Yeah. The whole that's the whole song ay caramba ay caramba, uh, and then uh, him in different situations. Are we voting on this? What are we doing? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is now. This is like Yosemite Sam. Like, uh, what? Now he's got a curfew. Now he's got a uh, a wife. Okay. Anyway, um, oh, eating a burrito. Getting he's a eating a burrito, burrito for puts, breakfast. And he puts bottle hot sauce on it. We don't bottle. do that. We don't do that. We use salsa, sir. I mean, you gotta have. I mean, I, even I'm not mixing, but I do have tapatio just in case yeah, they forget my. Put, in case you forget the. If, in case they don't give it to you in the store. The or fresh sauce, yeah. yeah. Uh, Miguel says this is more insulting than anything Jamie Lee yes, said. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Kurt says play my music and said yes. I, I had it. I could. I could only play a little bit this morning uh, because and uh, cancel this fuck. I mean, yeah. The, the whole uh, he's getting a lot of shit online about about it um, because he's had videos and there's there's been threads and essays about it. Uh, essays uh, about the fact that. <laughs> That in the fact he has done something like this, but at least he was getting more input from Latino artists. So it was more like collaborations. And in this one, he had like no input from anybody. So I think he just kind of was like, make it spicy Mexican. Yeah. Um, well, he has what? Go Loco. And then he also has a, I might, the he, Macarena one, the remake. Right. Yeah. And, and then he had like a luchador at the end to. I think, I think this is just partially like him thinking that this is like a, a formula and following a formula. And he's like, oh, the other ones did well. So let me just like do this. I think, I think he thinks genuinely that Latinos would like this. And he doesn't right. realize how offensive and stereotypical it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think, uh, I think, uh, I don't want to be the guy, but I think if you, if you had a Latino artist that was sort of steering into African American culture and just kind of taking random shit from it as well, it would not be, you know, it would also not oh. be what we're seeing. No, it wouldn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, man. And I mentioned about this on my Twitter, too, the fact that, like, in so many rap songs, like, if they talk about, like, a 
tofu, a mamacita, spicy, caliente. Like, ah, oh, it triggers me so badly. I'm just like, bro, stop yeah. it. He wants yeah. to be Snoop. I guess, but Snoop doesn't more. It comes more naturally to smooth. Smooth is just is is just is just smooth. You know, uh, Latino slam. Thanks for stopping by. I know it's all garbage. Add Jill tacos. It's been a horrible week for Latinos and the degradation mm-hmm. of Latina women in all these videos. Fuck that. Yeah, it really <coughs> has been. Well said. Well said, Latino slam. Make sure you guys. Uh, um, subscribe to his channel on YouTube as well. He also does reaction videos. Nice. We'll be we'll be hopefully collaborating soon. We're live with Geneva from Mas Latina talking about her film, and she's been cool enough to stick around yeah. to let us close all the tabs. We're almost done. We have I have two more stories, and then we're gonna we've I got two more two more tabs to get to, and then we're gonna get into uh, a no names way. We got a couple of submissions there. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this way. All right. Uh, Noah Schnapp from uh, Stranger Things Reveal. Doja Cat's been thirsting after his Stranger Things course star. Everybody's after Eddie from Stranger Things. Cool. Everybody. 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 All right. So basically one of the kids from Stranger Things, Doja Cat, jumped into his Instagram DMs basically saying, hey, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Doja Cat wrote per the screenshot, LMAO, slide into his demons. The say-so singer says she didn't have Quinn's Instagram account, so Snap sent her the link. Here you go. Uh, and basically, oh, he, di- he, di- he didn't share their messages on, in, uh, on, on, a, on a video. Um, then she basically called him a snake for sharing, those, for sharing that. How did I miss this? All right, and she was—he was 17 years old, and he's a kid, so he didn't really do, uh, you know, you know, uh, the. <laughs> so basically, the backlash to that is she's lost 200,000 Instagram subscribers, followers, um, mostly Stranger Things fans, I would assume, and they were saying that he's a 17-year-old kid. You know, mm-hmm. why would you put him on blast and call him a snake? He was just being a dumb kid, and you were the one that was trying to get into his DMs to get into another grown man, so. Um, so yeah, I mean, everybody, Eddie Munson, great character, Stranger Things, uh, Doja Cat, I found out she existed today, but either way, <laughs> excuse me, that better be sarcasm. <laughs> I mean, I know, I, I, I mean, you could play 10 songs and t- you could play three songs and ask me to pick out her song and I would not be able to. What? How are yeah. you friends with Higgs? First of all, he's the one that put me onto her. Oh, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm, music is the one place where I am out of it completely. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, reactions to her trying to slide in and her putting a 17-year-old on blast. I mean, I don't think that you should be sharing... I mean, sharing screenshots will always get you fucked up, right? Yeah. Mm. Was she trying to hit on him? What What were the messages about? Yeah. yeah. They were basically like, hey, can you hook me up with your boy? <laughs> I think Does, that's not th- bad. That's not bad with what boy? Like he was asking, she was asking with 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 the she was asking, yeah, she was she was hitting up the seventeen year old, one of the kids from Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. about the guy who played Eddie Munson on the last season of Stranger Things, who everybody's thirsting after right now. Is he an adult? He's an adult. Yeah, he's he's a he's an older guy. Not terrible. But the fact that she's going through the seventeen year old. Do they have rapport? I guess. I mean, they're celebrities, right? I think maybe that's kind of the 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 the, the, the sample, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if she doing? was a guy, and it was like a seventeen-year-old actress who was like really popular and knew this other chick that this guy wanted to get to know, would that be bad? Yeah. Mm. Uh, we did the Olivia Rodrigo uh, dating an older man thing last week. That story. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going to say, if Olivia Rodrigo was the middleman and a mm -hmm. boy was like, hey, hook me up with your friend who's 20-something. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be mad, honestly. And I don't know why. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's because they're so bad. famous. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like the connection, right? Yeah. Like, hey. not the age For thing. me, because I Geneva, we just met tonight. You were an underage, you know, I have a rapport with you now. If I yeah. slide into your DMs because I see a picture of somebody and I'm like, hey, girl, hook me up with whoever. I got you. Yeah, I, I will say this, like, yeah, thank you. like, let's say if, if I was like in my 20s and I knew like a kid from like the basketball court that, you know, from the rec center. And then I saw that his like hot ass sister came to pick him up one day. I'd be like, hey, you're 15. How old's your sister? Hey, what's what's up? You know, like, I don't <laughs> this is, right. I don't I don't think I think I think it's you know, more the fact. You want an ice cream? Like, what can I get you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want me to pick you on my team always? Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, Dizzy says it's terrible that she's talking smack about a 17-year-old now for saying oh, she was. So, it. so, ah, right, so right, right. the 17-year-old. Thank you, Lizzie, for keeping Yeah, thank you, Lizzie. Track. We were focusing on the, yeah. This is, okay. this is what a good moderator will tell you. Um, so, so I think it's basically, yeah, she, um, she blasted him for sharing their screenshots. And he is a kid. He should know better not to share that. But he's probably excited, like, hey, Doja Cat's in my DMs. Ha ha. You know, check it out. Meanwhile, she's like, fucking kid. You're not supposed to do that. I'm trying it's to get laid over here. It's a PR nightmare yeah. for her now. Yeah. 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 And, she, and then she has to go apologize, blah, blah, blah. And now she loses a bunch of, uh, she loses a bunch of subscribers. All right. Uh, this is, let's do a palate cleanser and then we'll finish this up. All right. So um, this is an older video, but I rewatched it and I kind of thought it was cool. Uh, this is kind of the one where the woman had to give a couple, a couple of lions, and then she went to visit them at the zoo one day, and they were like, "Hey!" This is at the point where I'd be like, "Hey, um, okay." Oh my god! He's like, hey. oh, he opens. So he's like, right there. He's like, "Hey, can I eat your? Can I eat your hair? Can I eat your?" Oh hair? my god, that's like my dog. Oh my yeah. goodness. That is so cute. Oh my yeah. god, it looks like a hugger. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, I mean, lions, right? <laughs> let's let's all get them as pets. Oh. <laughs> good plan good palate cleanser. That's yeah. that's the good palate cleanser. All right. And then lastly, um, we have our last uh our last okay, oh, hey, and Latino, thanks for stopping by. Great panel, don't be silent, Rasa. Never. Thank you. That's what we're here for. Two Latinos and a microphone. Well, three. Three and three microphones today. Yeah, All right. So, and I have a surprise for Sophia. Um, now we get to our final sex of the day. And uh, one that we like to call. Now it's time for. No names way. No names way. No names. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You like, right. you like, yeah, you like it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to show everybody whose voice is on there. I'm going to play it again. Now it's time for... No Namas Way. No Namas Way. No Namas. <laughs> That's great. Who are all the uh, voices? All my friends. No, that was... Uh, and, and a couple of a couple of my friends as well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, yep. Oh, mm -hmm. I love it. It's cute. You need to do a one, too, Geneva. No Namas... No Namas Way. No Namas, because it's, it's uh, anonymous, so it's no names. Ah! No name. It's a pun, you see? No yeah. names. No <laughs> name is way. No name right. is way. Yeah. Exactly. That. Exactly. That that's how that's how that's how we're doing it. Um all right. So the first question that we have comes to us from dumb and really, really dumb. Okay. Um they ask, 
<clears throat> so we're going on a ride to the beach, just me and my uh, my significant other, last week, when one of those radio bits come on where they call someone and they tell them they want a free bouquet of flowers, um, and who do they want to send it to? Of course, they say they're going to send it to somebody who is not their girlfriend, and then they have a big dramatic fight over the phone with the guy and the girl. I was cracking up the whole time because of the ri- ridiculousness and thought my significant order was doing the same. But when I looked over at her, she was enthralled like it was the greatest cheesement ever. I was like, pretty funny, huh? She said, actually, I think it's horrible that she had to do this to find out that he had a side chick. They have kids together. And I thought she was kidding, so I played around. Well, I said, as a joke, if I had some free flowers, I wouldn't send them to you. I send you and give you gifts all the time. And she got livid. Who? Who would you send the flowers to? My mom. <laughs> I said, my mom, you big I dummy. Only appropriate answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. my mom, yeah. yeah. Uh, plus, this is all fake. You know that, right? She was like, no, aren't you listening to it? Uh, I tried to explain that you have to get someone's permission before you put them on live radio, but she didn't believe me. She's she's now emotional and angry. I even fed her, and she's still big mad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I even right. fed her. <laughs> you try to feed her. That's all you can do, man. Just kind of you gotta cut, cut your losses. Yeah. Is it is it wrong that I am considering dumping her? Is it wrong that I'm considering dumping my girlfriend? But she because she is too dumb to realize a radio skit was fake. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Huh. It's not dumping material. Like, I think it's just, you know, some people don't get things. And yeah. some people operate on just now. the one. Some people just operate on that one level, right? You mm-hmm. just know that when that segment comes on, your girl's going to go and take it the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but no. that is true. Like, every, every, time, every time you go on the radio, they have to tell you you're going on the radio. Right? So. Yeah. Just maybe, I mean, but maybe she's never looked into stuff like that. Like it could be that the reason it's a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm. true. I, I mean, I'm Miguel worried says no. Nope. She didn't get the joke. Like, he says run, bro. Run, bro. Yeah, I'm like the possessiveness, the, the, na- the possessiveness <coughs> nature of her just being immediately angry. Like I'm kind of like, oh, you can't play around a little. I don't know. Yeah, that's one like one of those girls that she probably going to get mad guy. at you. She, she probably gets mad at you for dreams she had. Yeah, exactly. That's what it that, sounds like. So I would be more worried about that. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know about dumping. I'm not part of your relationship. Who knows? I agree with Geneva. You have to learn your partner's triggers. And if that bugs them, then don't joke like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but if you're sitting there with your partner and, 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 you know, all of a sudden something very obviously fake comes on and, and they're like, oh, my God. Right. And, mm-hmm. and. Like, could you watch, like, uh, what was that one? Could you watch Punk with them? Would they get super confused? I mean, would, do they do they understand subtlety? Do, do they get sarcasm? That would be my follow-up. Like, is, it, is this the only place, like, because people can be um, naive, mm-hmm. even though they recently took naive out of the dictionary. Don't know if you guys knew that. Um, no? No. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, they took it out. They're like, it's not good enough to be in the dictionary. Naive. Yeah, look it up. Why Trust am me. I so triggered by that? <laughs> Well, what happens if you go look for naive in the dictionary? You're gonna yeah, say easily yeah. fooled. You go, oh, no, yeah, I'm sorry. That's yeah, yeah. that's an old. That's an that's a that's an that's an old trick. That's an old trick. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, 
but I'm saying there's people that are just sometimes naive. That doesn't mean that they don't have. So if her na- naivety and, and doesn't carry over, and she's like she's smart, like she doesn't drink spoiled milk, she doesn't run red lights. If as long as it doesn't, yeah. per, or she's per, not one of those crystal mommies. There yeah, as long as she's not a crystal yeah. mommy, if she doesn't have Karen tendencies, if she's not racist, if she's like, yeah. you know, doesn't flirt with your friends, as long as she doesn't do the other shit that would piss you off, then, you know, yeah. roll with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you also, I mean, if she's done, you probably get away with more stuff. <laughs> if we want to look at it, if you want to look at it from a scientific perspective. You can exploit this. Yes. Yeah. You don't, you don't want a girl that's too smart. <laughs> Enough with the brains, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to drop a queef and it's going to like... Extend. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Uh, this, this next question comes to us from Rando. And they say, what would your solo podcast be and what would it be about? Also, why haven't you talked about the alpha male pods? You teased it two weeks ago. Okay, we were going to do a whole oh, deep yeah. dive on... We were going to do a whole deep dive of to uh, Fresh and Fit, but we have to do that when, when we don't have a, a host and when we don't have uh, Comic-Con coming up next week. Uh, I already have a solo podcast. It's called Fireside Chats with Big Chief Burrito, um, and it's about people's passions. And, Sophia, if you had your own podcast, what would it be called? Uh, uh, I don't On the spot. I don't know what the name would be, but I know it would have to do with just, like, talking straight cheese, just random-ass shit, and maybe some human sexuality topics as well. Ooh, um, I like that. So like love relationships, all that shit. Yeah, I study a lot of that. You know what you could call it? What? By the way. Ah, I love it. Mm. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah, yeah, very yeah. Psych- psychology based. Is all right. Geneva, what would yours be called? Oh my God. I, ugh, that's kind of a hard question. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think what it would, would be, be like, I think it would be, I think I would do something hella nerdy. Like, I think, I think I would be. Oh, um, okay, got it. I got it. It would be like, uh, you know when you do something and you suck at it? Mm-hmm. Let's just talk yeah. about what you try to do and, like, celebrate mm. that you try to do it. So, like, let's Aww. say you're like, I try to, like, build some, like, shelves in my garage and the whole thing fell apart or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. let's talk about it. Like, sh- like how, what did you get? Well, how was it? Okay, so you fucked up. That's all right. What did you learn, you know? Like maybe Cele- like celebrate that. celebrate the failures in your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I tried crocheting. I failed. Oh, that's it. That's the name right there. I tried. <laughs> I, I tried. tried. Yeah. <laughs> I tried, it's like I with, tried with, with Geneva. With, with, a, with, a with the mask. I tried. Like, I tried. I tried to sew and make masks, and I was like, I suck at this. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna save anyone with these masks. They're so shitty. Like, you know, <laughs> they're gonna spread COVID. Oh no. Yeah, they're gonna. Spread- Miguel's show would be called "What's Up with That." Ooh, we. What's up with that? What's up with that? All right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, next question here is called is coming from uh, Dead Hungry, H O N G R Y. Uh, Death is at your door, but it hungers. Hasn't eaten in a million years. If you cook one perfect meal for them, they will spare you for another twenty years. What do you make? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good creative question. I like that. Oh, man. I do not cook well. Uh, oh. Perfect meal. Mm. Does a michelada count? <laughs> I make the best michelada. <laughs> Listen, Death, I'm ordering, some, I'm, or, I'm ordering some hot wings, but I want you to drink this first. Yeah, listen. I just get Death drunk, and then, you know, he'll forget about yeah. it. Door dash him some pizza. 
I think I was gonna say some pizza, man, because like when you got good pizza, like you really can't do anything afterwards. Like you're just kind of like, yeah, that's some good pizza. Like I don't know. I I think I would have to go with with spaghetti. I think I make a pretty decent um, bolognese with like ground beef and and some bell peppers, onions. Get it going with a little tomato, some like homemade sauce. I'm actually pretty good at it. I think that's what I would do. And then I would make sure that I cook the pasta right, perfect. Al dente. Al dente. I'd be like death al dente or well cooked. Al dente. Okay, that's it. So I, I, I would make I would make some pasta. Uh, Sophia, you would make a drink, and Geneva, you would make some. So I would be the only one I to would... die for a thing. That's great, awesome. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. All right, and then the last question today comes from feeling like teen spirit. Cute, very cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how would you fe- how would you handle a close friend of twenty years not reaching out for your birthday? No need to make a huge deal about it, but a simple happy birthday would have meant a lot. Reaches out to other friends on theirs, but didn't remember yours. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fuck them. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. How would how to react? Well, I think I think you should be honest if it's a really good friend, and you should be like, "Hey, I you missed my birthday. I'm a little bummed. I love you, and I like I don't know something like that." Yeah, mm-hmm. if if you're really tight, tight, because then it's like they should put it in their calendar. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I bet they want to celebrate your birthday, but they literally forgot. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you think though that I mean, how many birthdays do you remember without like Facebook reminding you of them? Like, like none. You none. know, like 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 I I know I know my mom's birthday, my brother and sister and dad's birthday, and my girl's birthday. And my stepson's birthday, but I think my that's old, pretty good. That's yeah, and, and, and like and like my and, and like my older brother, I think. But that's it. Immediate family and relationships. But everybody else, even if I've known you for forty years, unless when I get that my birthday, your birthday is I don't know. I w- no, I don't know. I have no, I have no idea. I, I try to. I'm trying to remember when I saw you post the pictures of you being drunk. But that's Friends every week. Is over. <laughs> When's my birthday? Right back at you. It's April, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. You're, are you September? Some for some reason I want to no, say that. No, you're close, but no. Uh. uh oh yeah. Uh yeah. I remember Game Miguel. No. Game I I, rem- I remember Miguel's birthday no. because because it is uh, January twenty seventh, uh, the day uh, the the day January twenty seventh, twenty eighth, right? Like my dad's. I remember his birthday because of that. I remember Miguel. That's my Aww. boy. So, but um, but yeah, it's 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 it's. It's nothing personal. And even recently, uh, me personally, I would always kind of comment on, on like close friends' birthday. Like, cause I, I mean, how many birthday posts do you get on my, I usually get like 150, 200 out of those. It's usually maybe 50 to 70 that I actually care about. Then I'm like, Oh man, thanks. I love this, this person. Everybody else is like, thanks. Um, every thing, everybody else is like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. I mean, but mostly people are doing it because it pops up on their feed. Right. Do you do that thing where do you like, like each one individually or do you do that group message where at the end you're like, thank you everybody who sent me a message and made my no. day. Even I, res- I, re- I respond, I respond to each person individually oh, and, and then, and I do, especially if it's people that I care about. But I found myself over the last couple of months as I was dealing with COVID and, and the stuff with my dad and everything that 
Um, I had it sort of, I didn't have the energy or the bandwidth to start to, to do that, even if it was somebody that I knew. And I just didn't have the energy to just be like, hey, happy birthday, blah, blah, post a picture of us, something like that. Even for people that were kind of close with it, I was just like hoping that they understood that I'm not in the right frame of mind to, to celebrate that with them. So, yeah. Yeah, if it's okay to be hurt, reach out to them or something, but you also sort of have to understand that sometimes people, unless it's like close, close, close and stuff like that, 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 that birth, then now it's like you, the, a, a lot of the birthday things you get are from just people that just are just only Facebook friends and they see it and they just comment, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what happens to me a lot is that someone will share a story. Like that's like on their birthday, you know yeah. what I mean? And they're like eating the cake already, and I'm like, oh shit, happy birthday, you know? Yeah, I didn't know. Go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Or you see that's an invitation to a party. Yeah, the context of the relationship matters because if they're yes. not super close or like lately haven't been super close, and yeah, they probably just forgot. But if you guys yeah. are like besties, then I would say, just which is just talk to them, talk to them, yeah. let them know how they felt. I'm sure they're gonna be like, I'm so sorry. I would be just be like super passive aggressive. You're with them. Just find a way to bring it up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that movie on my birthday two weeks ago. Not that you said anything about it. You fucking asshole. I mean, if you're really your friend, if you're really your friend, just if they're really, really your friend, just put it out there. Just drag them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be, don't be ashamed. If they're your friend, if they're 20 year old friends, say, Hey, fuck face. Why didn't you send me happy birthday notice? You fucking make me look bad. You fucking asshole. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or some I don't know. I mean that's how I would handle it, I think. Kinder words, but yes, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's it's the it's the what is it? It's the thought that counts. Exactly. It's the thought that counts. Right. Oh, oh, we got a yawn. Oh, it's time to go. Wrap wrapping it up. Actually that was the last question. So I do yeah. wanna think I wanna ask our our guests for one last thing, which is something that we ask our guests for, and that's uh just to give us a quick promo. Uh if that's okay with you, Geneva. Yeah, okay, so I'm just going to put you up on the big screen here solo, and all you got to say is, hey, this is Geneva. You can say from, you know, uh, Mas Latina or whatever, and saying you're uh, watching uh, Mi Gente show with uh, Big Chief Burrito and Sophia. Okay. Okay, I'm nervous. Yeah, on the spot. Uh, all right, you're on, you're on stage. All right, we can, do, we, can do multiple, we can do multiple takes here if you want, so don't worry about it, all right? Okay, you ready? Okay. All right, all right, here you go. Take one. Take, take one. one. Take, take one. one. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me put you on the big screen, all right? You ready? Okay. Do, do I get an action? <laughs> all right. Quiet, quiet on set. Quiet on set. Let's, you want me, let, me, let me get the clapper here. Hold on a second. I'm going to get the slate. Yep. <laughs> take one. Scene one. All right. And rolling. Soft sticks. <clears throat> quiet on. Action. This is Geneva, and I am on the show Mi Gente, which is really good. You should check it out. <laughs> All right. Check the gate. All right. We're good. We're good. We're good, Geneva. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. All right. I want to thank our guests one more time for stopping by and hanging out. You have a uh, uh, car, uh, car blanche to ever come in. Uh, Dizzy, thanks for contribution. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, make it a joke. Hey, you owe me a drink. You forgot my birthday. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's the way to do it. Um, I want to make sure everybody remembers to follow us across uh, all platforms. Make sure that you guys are going to... I'll just drop this one last time before we go since I have it made.
And again, uh, follow Geneva on Instagram or Twitter by searching for her or Mazatina. Follow myself at Big Chief Burrito on Twitter, at Sofia Carr as well. And thank you for everybody that contributed and was part of the show. Thank you for the submissions through No, no Namis Way. Uh, we'll probably be off next week because Comic-Con's coming, and we'll probably come back after that. Or I might try to record some live stuff uh, that we can put together for you guys or might do some IRL stuff live from there. But again, thanks, Geneva. I hope you had a good time. I really did. You guys are super fun. Aw, <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for being here, Geneva. Yeah. All right, all right. All right, we'll Good be back night. in 60 seconds. Goodbye, but uh, we will talk to you later, Geneva. Uh, and uh, thanks for everything. Peace out, mi gente. Hasta luego, Peace. mi gente. Bye.